Welcome back to the Monster Rabbit Podcast, the show dedicated to discussing all things Volkswagen Mark 1s. In today's show, we might actually be talking about Mark 2s as well, just a little bit. We've got such a, a deep show lined up for you today. It is packed talking about different subjects. You're going to love this. Uh, we've got a special guest on today's show. His name is Matt, and he's from the UK, just north of London. Uh, I won't tell you his full address, but um, it was such a sound guy, such a nice, like, kind-hearted person, such a lovely guy to have on the show. I had a really great conversation with him, and I'm sure you're going to enjoy this episode. You guys might know him from the Auto Finesse Caddies. Uh, anybody out there who is into Volkswagens and, and Mark 1s and stuff, you'll know who uh, James is from Auto Finesse. You'll have by now seen the... They've got two caddies over there, Mark 1s, uh, they've got the red one, and they've got the v version two, which is the grey with the orange details. In and and Matt, my guest on today's show, actually built the version two, the the silver one or grey one, whatever colour it is. Uh, so yeah, quite a an interesting guy, and I'd love to dive into that. And you guys have sent in some questions regarding the auto finesse caddies, and we're going to dive into those as well. And he also built, I believe he did, he also built the Mark the auto finesse Mark II, the Mark II Golf that they've got, and uh, we're going to talk about that as well. Uh, in today's episode as well, we're also going to be discussing, you know how to start your own YouTube channel. We're going to be talking about filmmaking, film editing or video editing. We're going to be talking about programs and, you know, how to, you know, sort of start start something, start a YouTube channel and, you know, how to capture an audience and how to grow. Uh, we're also going to be talking about uh, engine swapping. We're going to be talking about uh, the truck because I have some because uh, as you guys would have seen on my Instagram we went to VW Action uh, just a couple of uh, couple of weeks ago and uh, we I actually met the guy who imported my Mountain Green early Westy pickup truck which it was we had a great conversation I showed him what I've done to it so far and what I plan to do with it but he also gave me some information that I wasn't aware of and I'm going to share that with you guys today in the episode because I know there's some people out there that really enjoy listening to the story of my American import the the early Westie and uh yeah, so we're going to touch on that. We're going to touch on Matt's background and his love for Mark II's. And we're going to talk about this. He's, he's had an accident, so we're going to talk a little bit about that. But it's just a really interesting conversation. Uh, I met Matt, I should say already, I met Matt at VW Action at uh, Santa Pod Raceway. I met him in person, such a lovely dude. And uh, in the future, we hope to be working together and poss possibly doing an engine swap with this truck so we're going to talk about that you'll hear it here first on the episode uh, without further ado uh, let's get started with the episode but before we get stuck into this meaty episode if you would like to support the podcast and the youtube channel and what i'm doing here then please do go to themonsterrabbit.com Pick yourself up a t-shirt or a hoodie. As, you know, seasons are changing right now, it might be time to get yourself a Monster Rabbit hoodie. 
Also, we have just launched the first Halloween edition t-shirt on the website. Now, it's not a limited thing, so you can get as many as you like. Uh, but no, we've... Uh, well, I say we. It's me. It's just me doing this. But uh, I have launched the next t-shirt on themonsterrabbit.com, and it is featuring... Jess from Florida, as you would have known, Clint and Jess are somewhat of an item. And Jess has the Panama Brown Rabbit from 1976. And it just, it is, I love it. I love the decals. I love the patina-ness. Is that even a word? Patina-ness? I love the patina. And I think it is a very, I love the colour. It's a very fitting uh, colour and, and rabbit for the season as we go from summer to autumn. So, yeah, definitely go and check it out. Again, if anybody buys anything like a T-shirt or a hoodie, you are supporting me and what I'm doing here, and all the profits will be going towards me heading over to the US next year and attending Mark One Madness. I really appreciate your help, and thank you to everybody who has purchased something from themonsterrabbit.com so far. Yeah, thank you. And uh, like I say, I really enjoy, I, I really appreciate you being here, and I hope you enjoy today's episode. Yeah, so uh, Matt, welcome to the podcast. Uh, this is your first time. You're a, another UK guy, which I really want to have more UK guys on the podcast. Uh, we're a bit uh, USA heavy, which I completely appreciate. Just you know, thank you for taking the time out to be on this podcast. Uh, I would love to dive into you. <laughs> that sounds wrong. I would yeah. love to dive into your background more. I'd, I'd love to know a little bit more about you. Um, a lot of people will know you for uh, being, uh, well, have built the, the auto finesse. Is it version two, Caddy? Yes. Yeah, we've got the gray, the, the, um, got the gray one. And then before that was the maroon one. And and you did that one as well, did you? Both of them? No, the maroon one was uh, actually where I used to work when I first done my apprenticeship. The uh, the the the, blo the bloke who worked there, his dad owned the company, and he they bought that caddy, and oh. they painted it and all and everything. And then it come to the point I think James from Auto Finish used to go down there for MOTs and that as well, and he turned around to him and said. When you want to sell that caddy, let me know. And they said, no, 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 we're going to sell it. And yeah. I think a few months later, they uh, turned around and said, yes, we want to sell it. And then James had it, uh, took all the engine and everything out, and he'd done that with a different company. I didn't really know James then. Um, and they put air ride and everything on it. And then I went to see James with a friend who wanted some cleaning and stuff. I went up there and he goes, oh, I've got an issue with this caddy, the steering on it. So like, right, okay, I'll come and have a look. I had a look at it and I said, right, I'll be back in half hour. And he looked at me like I had four heads. It's like, nah, you ain't coming back. <laughs> like people do, don't they? So yeah, I'll be back in a minute. I've got to be, I'll be back in a minute. But no, I went back, probably 20 minutes, and I had all the bit, put it all back together. I said, there you go. He's like, what do you mean it's done? I said, yeah, it's done. You get in there. Oh, yeah, no planned steering or anything. Cause wow. Where are you? I said, mm, just got some, some cleaning stuff out, really, if you want. Okay, yeah, yeah. So I went up to where all his stuff was, and he sorted me a bag and everything out. 
And then he offered, he asked me if I wanted to go to a show with him, just for saying thanks and all that. Yeah. So I went to a show, and then we just started chatting about doing in cars and that. And then he brought the BBS Mark II Golf. Okay. Yeah. And then I done the air ride and one eight turbo conversion on it. Oh wow. That's what I first started doing. And then I used to just go to shows with them, take the cars. I had a full time job at this time. Hmm. And doing bits and pieces. And then he was like, Oh, do you want to build another Mark II? I was like, Yeah, if you want. Just like <laughs> weekends and evenings. And that's when the race car come along. Right. Uh, with the Keme kit on it. So I built that. This is the one we see with like all the auto finesse yeah. graphics on. That's it, that's one. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah, done that. Took it to all the shows and that with him and all that. And then, most probably about four, three to four months after that, I had a really bad car accident in my own Mark too. Oh, jeez. Yeah. I remember you telling me. I should say as well, we've actually met in person, like, <laughs> yeah, last weekend. Because yeah. <laughs> we there's people listening now going, uh, how do they, what, what's happening here? So, yeah, let's put something, uh, bef- sorry to cut yeah, you but, off, but before but, we go any further, I should say uh, that me and Matt sort of met at uh, Santa Pod at yeah. the VW Action event last weekend. I should say that straight away. And, uh, yeah, and you're, you're from, is it north of London that you're from? Yeah, Stevenage. Well, that's the the big town. Yeah. But I'm in a small village just outside Stevenage. Right, okay. So just picture that, guys. And uh, <laughs> sorry, you had a car accident in your own Mark II. Yeah, I I was one of the most probably first people in the UK to do a two-litre TFSI out of a Mark V GTI. Really? Well. That was making like 320 brake horsepower. That's that's quite a lot, and yeah. everybody knows me. I'm I'm not really about speed. No, no. I can appreciate it. Do you yeah. know what I mean? I can appreciate putting a serious power plant in mm. one of these older vehicles. You know. Yeah. Wow. So what happened? Can you tell us about it, or is it too traumatic? Well, no, I can talk about it. Diff. What I know of the accident, because I don't actually know the accident, but um, the police took car away, looked at it. Didn't say there's nothing wrong with the car. They brought it back. My dad's like, there must be something wrong with this car. So my dad took the engine out of it because they needed all the bits off it anyway to sell or whatever. And he took the gearbox part and found out the diff was broken. Really? Yeah. So, yes, I was in hospital for 28 days. I broke my foot, my pelvis. The top of my leg had three bleeds on the brain, what they couldn't operate on. So it's... They're going to heal or not going to heal. I was in a coma for three days and damaged the fourth nerve in my right eye. Oh, God. He cast as a head injury. Uh, So I get tired days and bits and pieces. And, yeah, I'm not... They basically class me as a Mark II Matt now instead of Mark I Matt. (laughs) Oh, really? Yeah, because of the injuries and what I went through and that, yeah. Well, did you just have like a crash at a high speed or? Mm, yeah, that's all we're going to say. <laughs> high speed. Oh, okay, fair enough. Dip, but... dip locked up and it literally just locked up. And when you're doing the paperwork 70 mile now. <laughs> yeah. 
and uh, yeah, just took me into a big post, and uh, the actual car just folded around the post. But if it did the roll cage I fitted in it, what I built for it, I wouldn't be here today. You had a roll cage in it. Yeah, fully full caged. Wow, uh, wow. Speak, we've roof. we've talked about this on on previous episodes, like because uh, obviously, you know, people that put like a, a, a fast engine in a one of these like mark ones or maybe yeah. mark twos are just yeah. the same but like yeah, there's not much like not me there's not much padding there's no airbags so like if you're going fast and you crash we've often said like you're dead mm. but like you you had a roll cage in there as well yeah the full cage welded in cage what i built myself wow uh had a carbon fiber roof on it uh, it's a full track car i built it for oh really wow Okay. It was a show car, and then I was like, "No, nah, I'm bored of this now." So yeah. yeah. Wow. And so, how long ago was that accident? Five years ago. Oh right. And would you have you still are you still suffering from any of the like any injuries or anything like that? Do you get any aches and pains still? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I can't. I've got sort of when sort of it's cold. I get pinned needles in my face and my hand. Wow. Nerve damage. And when I wiggle my foot around, it feels a bit weird because where they've been in there to put the plates in there, in there it's, yeah. Wow. <laughs> Christ. And now, you uh, do you have your own business called Cricket? Is it Cricket Customs or something else? Yeah, yeah no, it's Cricket Customs, yeah. Cricket and with a K. Cause the reason cricket, why, yeah, cricket cause, with a K. Yeah, because we've done it with a K because I'm dyslexic. <laughs> Really? Yeah. <laughs> now I will. Do you want me to put a link to? Have you got a website or anything like that that people? Can... No, I've got uh, Instagram. Instagram. All right. I'll I'll put a link to your Instagram in the show notes below, so we can encourage yeah. people to go down into the show notes and have a follow and click yeah. through all the pictures and stuff. Yeah. And abuse me. <laughs> <laughs> um. But no, I th- I thought you know we get you on today because we both agreed like I think in the future we we would. Uh, it would be great to work together in some yeah. way because yeah, um, I think we both have like, I mean, I've got the knowledge of, you know, documenting things. Yeah. I, I, I love photography. I love making films and I love posting about stuff as people will know. And I, you're just, uh, you, you're, you're great on the tools. What, yeah, what, just... so would you class yourself as like a mechanic? What would you? I've done mechanics, done three years at college or four mm. actually. Because they had a year, they had an issue for one year. So I got level three in college, being a mechanic. Uh, the story, some of the stories I could tell you about college. Like when I was at college, twin cam, doing cam belts in a twin cam was very like hot, like that, that people like scared of it. Really? And I said to them, why can't we do a cam belt now? Oh, we haven't got the correct tools, this and that other. But we got we we we're doing this now, so I convinced them to do let me do it, and they're like, well, I I don't know, we have to really watch you, and I'm like, I'm doing it, and they're watching me, and they're like, like shocked, I could do this cam belt on a sixteen belt, really, <laughs> yeah, so yeah, but no, my dad's a mechanic, he's an engineer, mm. he does vintage and classic cars, he's amazing, mm. really, he's like the when I get stuck, he's the man to go to. Yes, I remember you saying when we were at uh, Santa Pods how like he's got like he's got a, a garage or something, hasn't he? He's got a workspace. Yeah, yeah he's got a workshop in the guard garden. 
Yeah. Does vintage and classic cars. Amazing. 70 years old, but he still ro- rolls around like an 18 year old. <laughs> goes, no, I don't need a ramp. I was like, mm, yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So, yeah. So today I thought we'd talk about, because we've got some questions sent in from some of the guys listening as well. Uh, yeah. So we can sort of answer some of those as we go along as well. Yeah. You know, this is, this can be sort of like a, a listener driven show, but we also, yeah. You you want to ask me a few things? Uh, we want to talk about you know starting a YouTube channel and I do that's... want to yeah that's what I want yeah. to start. Not to be rude, go on to anybody, but customers do my head in. I'm not a people person, right? This is quite what I'm doing today. Is like wow, you know, talking to you on it. It's quite nerve wracking for someone like me. Oh really? Like, well, like, you're doing well so far, mate. Like the other day when I come up to you. I sort of had to sort of walk around first and right, I'm going to go and see Dan, go and say hello. Now, I should say as well, and I said at the time, I was like, because we, we sort of planned to meet up on the weekend, but of course, on your Instagram, there's no pictures of you. No. And so I don't know who I'm looking for. <laughs> and I, I didn't know your name because your no. username is Cricket Customs. Yeah. And this often happens. You're not the only person. Like no, There's no. so many people that are... You know, mess that have been messaging me, and I've never seen their face. No, and it's like when I see them in public, in person, I'm like, who? The- oh, right. And I, I've often said like people need to wear a name tag with their username on the front. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's just that. That no, it did tick me. I see. I see your wagon. I see your truck, and that. And I was like, yeah, I've got to go over there. Yeah, got everything set up with all of the van and that, and put all my my um bits and pieces up right i'll go for a wander and i'll get the courage up and I'll, it's like you know when you first talk to you bless you i scale when you <laughs> yeah but wow did you enjoy the weekend though did you yeah it's good. No, it's good it was a good weekend um but yeah i think a lot of that is to do with being dyslexic and that because you know reading and writing and things like that is like really difficult but when you're hands-on doing something it's totally different oh yeah yeah but no yeah. the weekend was good really good um yeah. i was like today, I was watching uh, watching the drag racing on the uh, on the internet, edit on the big screen in the workshop. Oh, nice, nice. But yeah, no, no, it's a good weekend, um, and I'm definitely ready up for next year. Getting all these, getting yeah. these shows over, getting you over more. Getting yeah, more I'd love fun. that. I'd love that. The well, the I tell you what, going yeah. to sorry. I said getting things organised so we can get you over more. You know, yeah. like I know the ferry's expensive, but I'm sure we can yeah. do stuff and make uh, like funds so we can do that yeah so okay let's let's do like a bullet point list so people because i don't want people to be dropping off because i've I've noticed that on some of my uh episodes in the past that i've done people tend to drop off after like a two two hours in they're like oh i can't be bothered anymore (laughs) but like so i should say to keep you guys interested uh, I'll give you a bullet point list of things that I'd love to talk about. And maybe these are possibly possible things that could happen in the future. All right. So the first thing is that uh, I would love because you've got a uh, well, you've got a half of a, a pickup truck, a caddy. Yeah. And <laughs> you're thinking of turning it into a trailer. Right. And I would love to come over and film the process. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's it. I would love to. And what was your idea about raffling it off? Yeah, I thought of raffling it off to for us to 
like so we can go to shows mm. or we can get things for shows so we can go as a team. Yeah. You can go with your YouTube and everything and then if needs be I can go cricket customs and like and we can have a stand and yeah. sell your merch there and I can put my I can get cars there, you can get cars there. Or we can go to Europe because I tell you something, Europe, Worthsea, you'll love it. Oh yeah, you want to go to America, and I can understand that because we all want to do that. But mm. Worthsea is beautiful. Oh yeah, beautiful yeah. with the mountains and everything. Well, I went in 2016, and it snowed, and it still didn't ruin it. Wow, <laughs> I, the first time I saw that was on uh, Mighty Car Mods, and they yep. went and did all the I, I don't know what it was, but it, the windy roads up the mountain. Yep. Oh man, I was like, I need to do that. I need yeah. to do that. It's amazing. Wait. We can do that in your truck because I've yeah. done a Mark II Golf 1.8 Turbo. I've done that in the BBS car. That BBS car has done, I've done so many miles in that BBS car before James sold it. Well, I went, I've been all over Europe in that car. Wow. Oh, mate. So, yeah, that's the first thing. That's a, So, let's yeah. do a bullet point. I know we can <laughs> yeah. we can go on, on different tangents, trust me. But, yeah. like, so, yeah, you're thinking of, you've got a trailer, or you've yeah. got a, half of a caddy already. Uh, yeah. We're going to turn it into a trailer, film yeah. it put it on and raffle it so people can yeah, so I, can get the chance to win it that'd be so yeah. cool could you imagine could you imagine that? i don't know if you know if you worked out like how much to charge per ticket or whatever i think you should do it on selling your t-shirts what do you mean what like, so people buy a t-shirt and they enter yes. the raffle yeah they if they if they yeah like they do on a lot of the YouTube people like the the boys they do they do a lot of raffle on like the American boys like mm. raffle car off yeah and um they buy merch and they do like a, you build a kit so you do stickers a t shirt and and then they get if they buy so many items get mm. so many in they should get so many like times to go in a raffle. I like this idea. I really do. Because anybody with like a Mark 1, even a Mark 2, whatever, having oh, like a trailer. Anything Volkswagen. Yeah. Having a trailer is would be so sick. And it'll it'll have like the Volkswagen embossed thing on the back. And it, yeah, I know so many mates in America that have already got it like that set up and oh, it just looks great. Um, so that's the first idea, the trailer idea with the raffle and that. The second thing we want to talk about today is obviously getting started with YouTube and yeah. how to film, make and, and yeah. edit videos and stuff like that. Uh, the other thing we want to talk about is uh, engine swapping with the Rabbit pickup truck that I've got and the possibilities with that, the, the pros and cons of certain engines and stuff like that. That could be quite cool. Was and there just, anything? Go well, on. Just, and just talk about swaps in general. Do you yes. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Swaps out there. And there's so many people would like to do it themselves. Mm. And there's different ways of doing the wiring. And there's people who look at wiring. And there's so many people out there what say, oh, no, you shouldn't do it like that. Well, no. There's, there's so many different ways people do things. Mm. So don't, you know, if they're trying to do it themselves or they're trying to help people on a budget, yeah, you got to do that. You can't just say, oh, no, it's going to cost you millions of pounds to yeah. do stuff. Because people haven't got that. Sure, yeah. So, yeah. anyway, move on to the next thing. <laughs> what else can we? What else is there to talk about that we we already had in the cards? Um, it was those main things, wasn't it? Really, the yeah. trade. And... Yeah, and there's always other things it's going to change into. Yeah, like it's going to 
as much as we're talking about trucks and we're talking about caddies, mm. always going to move off to like my love is Mark II golfs. Yes, I've had an accident at Mark II golf, but I've gone back to. <laughs> Which is fine. I probably would do the same, to be fair, if that ever happened to me. Well, what got me back on my feet was I had an E36 BMW just sitting there. And my dad said, oh, what are you doing with that? I said, why don't we turn it into a truck? So I did. Really? I turned it into a truck. The only thing what my dad helped me with was help me cut the roof off it because I was still in plaster then. Oh, Christ. And then after that, I made all the back up. I used a caddy, you know, the plastic back window, what a caddy has. Yeah, the bubble window, yeah. Yeah, the bubble window. James had one of them from Heritage, and he didn't need to use it. So he said, take it, mate. Do whatever you want with it. So yeah. I used that for the back window for it. And, yeah, I, I, I put a six-cinder in it, and I turboed it. I built a turbo kit for it. But, yeah. Wow. Have a time. Well, le- I'll tell you what. Let's go to <laughs> our first question, shall we? And let's, yeah. let's see uh, what people have been sending in. Uh, let's... Have a look and maybe rather than do like, you know, at the end, because normally at the end of these episodes, I do like, here's the questions from the listeners. But yeah, we can but, sort of... yeah, we want to split up a bit, let people get a little bit more interested in stuff, you know? Yeah, we could pepper this episode yeah. with questions from, from the people listening. Did uh, where I've been listening to your other ones, uh, mm. you were saying like when you got American people on, you get a lot of people from America listening. And then... Yes the UK people didn't listen and vice versa. Yeah, and that is, this is still something, I haven't checked the statistics for a long time or the analytics for a long time, but I I would love, and this is my whole thing with the quiz that I'm doing as well Mm. at the moment, is that I would love to bring the UK scene or the guys in the UK community, whether it be Mark 1s, Mark 2s, I would love them to, to learn more about the, Volkswagen of America and the American community and vice versa, like you say, yeah, definitely. The, the American guys to learn about the UK and the, the Euro scene, because I think there's amazing builds on both sides of the pond. Of course there is. Of course there is. Great people uh, and great businesses. And I would love to sort of merge and yeah, just sort of educate, not just like what's happening nowadays as well and what's out there now, but also I'd love to educate people on the history on both sides. Like I would love the UK guys to learn about the rabbits and Westmoreland. And I would love the guys in America to learn about Germany and uh, Wolfsburg and what, what the UK car show. And I know there are certain people out there like Matt, the hat uh, yeah. and rad. Uh, sorry, Matt. Red, Red, <laughs> I'm getting my tongue twisted. Uh, Matt Radzinski, uh, who's in, in America. I'd love those guys are, you know, pretty intertwined, but yeah. I'd love more people to learn, uh, you know, and find out and, and discover, you know, more. And that's what happened with me very, very early on, as I'm sure you're aware. Like I saw my first caddy in the UK on the island and I went yeah. home, Googled what it was and oh, found wow. Yeah, the white one. And then I, I Googled it and I found uh, an, an American uh, early Westie pickup truck. Yeah. And I was like, oh, shit. And you fell in love with it. Exactly. And I would love people to get that same feeling, you know. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. nonetheless, let's let's go to our first question. Uh, this is from um, No Poke, No Love, uh, Mark Duguay. He's in Canada. And he yep. says... Uh, 
He says, just curious why you guys didn't go with ITBs. Now, I don't know what ITBs are. Could you educate them? They are throttle bodies. What's on there now are throttle bodies. Throttle bodies, right. But they've got made, they're, they look like carburetors, but they're made by Gen V. And Gen V make throttle bodies, and they've made them look like Webbers, but they've got injection inside them. Are we talking about the the auto finesse caddy? Yeah, we were talking about the caddy. That's the only thing I can think of. Right. Okay. And <laughs> I, what's ITBs? That's a throttle body. I, yeah, they're they're throttle bodies. So they're indiv- individual throttle bodies. Mm. So it's got a throat basically for each cylinder. Bit like mm. Jack's carburetors. Right. In a way, they're class. You could class them as throttle bodies, but they're not the carburetors. Basically, throttle bodies like them, but they've got injectors. So they've got an injector for each cylinder. Yeah, they've got a they've got a throttle, uh, they've got a flap for each cylinder. All right. So what... the ones what are on the caddy are not yeah. carburetors. They're Gen V throttle bodies, but they're they heritage bodies. So they look like Webers, like Jack's got, mm. but they've got injectors inside them. So they've got an ECU and all stuff like that. And instead of running a distributor like Jack's running. Yeah. We're running a coil pack. So that's all hidden away. Right, yeah. Now, I have something to add to all this. Because, you know, I, I love and can appreciate the auto finesse caddies. So I remember seeing seeing it when it was sort of like released, if you will, yeah. on their uh, Instagram and all that. And the YouTube, I saw that video. It was great. And um, a lot of people were saying how, like, when they seen that truck in person, the, the, the V2... Yeah. That it wasn't actually actually like hooked up or connected. Now, yes, it is. <laughs> yeah. Now, now, this is where I'd like to comment because obviously, since then, they've gone to Europe with it and driven it about and stuff yeah. like that, right? Yeah. yeah. Now, I've always said this, and to the defence of you know James and everybody at Auto Finesse. Yeah. It's my understanding that if I owned a detailing company like Auto Finesse. Yeah. And I had those two, like, beautiful caddies. Yeah. And you'd want to showcase your products in the back of them. Now, that is what I would use them for. I, I, If it was me, I wouldn't give a fuck if they could run or not, if they were connected and everything, if it could move at all. Like, yeah. the whole point would be so that they can be at a stand and ha- showcase Great. the products. Yeah, that's it. Right? Now... Is that what I'm guessing and assuming that's what they're generally used for, right? Yeah. Well, the red caddy, mm. before we, James got as big as he has and he's done really well. And, you know, you got to give it to him what he's done. Oh, yeah. That yeah. Helped him as well. But, you know, they've done really well. Yeah. Uh, that grey caddy, that red caddy used to get driven everywhere, literally everywhere, all over Europe, like from, from the UK. Didn't go on a lorry, didn't go on anything. It used to get driven. Mm. We, we, we used to all drive. The 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 Mark II Golf got driven everywhere. Yeah, everything got driven everywhere. And then things get better and, you know, and yeah. So, But the Grey Caddy actually runs. Mm. I, I built the engine harness for that. It's got Link ECU on it. I got it running with a mapped, uh, with a basic, map on it from a 20 valve um and then i got a friend of mine come and sold it out made it run like nice and yeah that's 
that has been driven that hasn't been driven on the road it's so clean underneath yeah. but it's been it's gone I've taken I've, I've taken it uh, for any company and I wanted to showcase I'd never drive that because I'd want to keep it absolutely in because yeah. obviously how great their products are they've yeah. got a vehicle to use their products on if they turn up to a show and it's got guff marks and dirt and everything you know it's not gonna no. look as well you know have that wow factor so no 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 that's definitely all hooked up yeah that's been hidden properly like yeah. you would now it'll work it all on the button it's got um recaro electric seats in it wow that's mad, isn't it? Yeah, I'd love to see that in person. Both well, of them. When you come over, I'll take you there. Not That'd be great. Yeah. That'd be great, mate. Uh, let's go to uh, another question. Yep. This is from someone that you you may know. Um, Arkham's projects. Yeah, that's Jim. He's um, my best mate. Actually, he's really good. He helps me like do a lot of work. He's a he's an electrician, just like household electrician. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, do a big shout out for him because he's he's a big help. He's doing a Mark II Jetta four door. I'm build, we're building a VR6 turbo for it. For wow! Him. And he does he have a caddy as well? Is this someone? He else? has a black caddy, but he's that's up for sale. So if anybody's interested in a rolling shell, a really clean rolling shell, yeah, that's for sale. His name is Arkham's Projects. Yeah, he's now, um, he's a gone. So. He's he's a top man. Yeah, he's definitely a top man. He's definitely like a man. You, he's worth knowing and having about. He helps me with everything. He oh, helps nice. clean the workshop up. If I'm not there, he cleans the workshop up. So I come back and it's nice and clean. <laughs> oh, what a good egg! Yeah, what a good egg. Now he says, um, ask Matt about his two-liter TFSI Mark II Golf, as was one of the first in the UK. What's yeah. This is the one I have my accent in. That's a three, uh-huh. that's three hundred and twenty break. Um, yeah, that was that's a weapon. That was like you get a BMW M5. They they call it an F80, and they're five hundred brake horsepower. Well, you can map them up to five hundred. Jeez. And it keep up with one of them. It keep up with an Audi R8 V10. Mm. I've had races with them, and yeah. It's, yeah, it, it was an animal. So uh, what what does the TFSI mean? That's the uh, auto-duty injection side of it. I can't pronounce the way they say it, but, yeah, it's all to do with the high-pressure injection system because the actual injectors actually sit in the head and the actual fuel pump is mechanical, what builds more high-pressure runs off the head. And it's out of a Mark V Golf GTI. Right. Quite a rare engine to put in a Mark II or a Mark I. People have started doing them now, but they're expensive. Really? They're in the same league of price, what would be a Honda K20, what the Honda boys do. (laughs) The Honda boys, yeah. Yeah, they have have a K20. It's a 2-litre, 16-valve, revs to the moon. Yeah. They're in an expensive conversion. But yeah, they like that really. Now, just going, you know, away from the questions from the mm. listener for a second. How how long have you been doing mechanics and stuff for? Like, oh. is, 
for a, is it since you? I'm 16. I'm 39 now, and that's all I've done is been in the motorhome. Wow. And so I, I just want to, I, I love this. I, I love exploring people's backgrounds. I love exploring, um, you know, your experience and stuff like that. And maybe f- f- funny things you've come across in, in experiences. So like how, how often do you do like engine conversions? Is that quite a big thing of, of your, like yeah, your, most of your work? Weekly. Weekly engine conversions. Yeah. I'm doing... My, Matt at Mark Two Spares UK. Yeah, I go down there three days a week, four days a week, and he's got a Mark Two van. Golf, what I'm doing at the moment. What a bread, not a bread van. No, no, it's a Mark Two Golf. A Mark Two Golf. Yeah, but it's a van. But it's a van. But I'm doing a one eight T conversion on that. He's got a Mark One convertible down there. What's automatic, and I'm converting that to a manual. A, a cabriolet. Yeah, Cabriolet, 16, no, no, he's a 1600, because it's a very, it's an early one, it's a W Ridge, so it's got the early dash in it, so the ramp, like the ones what I showed you the other day with the rev counter and that, but instead of a rev counter, it's a clock, so it's a bit like your dash in a way. This is, yeah, this is what I found quite strange, because um, when we were at the uh, at Santa Pod last weekend, or whenever it was, it was last weekend, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah, it was. yeah. We saw there there was a, a golf there, UK golf, I think it was, and it had the, the what I call the two-titty dash. Yeah, which is got like a, a Series clock. 1 dash. Right, it's a Series a 1 car. dash. It's a Series 1 Swallowtail. Now I've only ever seen that cluster in the American in the rabbits. Yeah. So it was really weird for me to see like a UK golf with that cluster. Yeah, we what UK and European we had swallowtails, they call them. Yeah. It was a series one, Mark One. So there's a smaller back end on them. I think the tailgate weight come down at the back mm. where it's slightly off the glass, it was longer there. I might be wrong. I'm not really into the Mark 1s. Like I said, I'm a Mark 2 lover. Sure, yeah. Uh, they had a smaller rear light and things like that. So, yeah. And then add that dashboard in it. So, yeah, they that was out of Series 1. So, you're basically, when they've done the the Rabbit and the Rabbit truck, mm. they, it's Series 1. Wow. Interesting trivia, man. Mm. And what is it about the Mark 2s that does it for you? Because, like, you know, that's... You don't have to answer extensively. You just no. I, I love learning about what makes what what uh, people are passionate about. You know, um, in two thousand eight, I got my first Mark II. It come up dirt cheap. The person got the engine that hot. It started melting the plastic on it. Wow! It come up dirt cheap, and I thought, oh yeah, I'd just do that as a a quick turn round, and I sell it. Mm. I picked it up, and it was like, well, it's got not not rotten, and it's really clean. And I was like, wow, this is a really nice car. And I was, before that, I was well into Land Rovers. And I mean, like, used to go all over the country doing off-roading. Really? Yeah, but that's another story. <laughs> yeah, Mark II. And I was like, all right, okay. I'll do a 2E bottom end. So it'd be the same as an AGG. All right, okay. About an AGG. Well, the earlier version of that was called a 2E. So you use a 2E block out of a Passat. I used the original 1800 Sindred because the 
BP Cinderhead was Big Valvehead, if I got that right, I can't remember if the if the engine codes the opposite way. BP yeah. Had a big valve head on the injection engine. So I put that head on it and basically built a Frankenstein engine mm. and put a cam in it and bits and pieces and it made hundred and fifty brake horsepower. And that was my first Mark II. And you fell in love with it? Yeah, big bumper, grey. And then life changed and females got involved. <laughs> okay. And then I got married. Right. And then I was like, get rid of that because I don't need I need a house and everything else. Right. And I thought, nope, I need another Mark II in my life. So and then I got another one after that. Wow. And then after that, I got divorced. And then after that, it was like Volkswagens all the way. Wow. So Vol- the the Mark II was really like the love of your life, really, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, my last Mark II was, I've changed, that had uh, one, two, three, about four engine conversions, different engines. On one, just one car? Yeah, and it went three different colours. It was white, and then it went beige, and then it went maroon. Wow. And the engines I had in that, quickly, we do this one. Yeah. The ABF on carburetors and then it went ABF injection and then it went VR6 normal VR6 low blow turbo and then VR6 high blow turbo and then it went 16 valve turbo and then it went 2 litre TFSI wow never had a 20 valve in it never owned a 20 valve in my life in a Mark II Golf Really? Wow. Till now. <laughs> so has it always been about speed for you or or do you appreciate like, like for me, I love the idea of the truck. I love the, I, the practicality of it. I love the lines, the bodywork, the, the squareness, the retroness of it. What is it about the Mark II other than the speed that you love? If you went back, if you go on my Instagram at some point and go early, early way back, you see the maroon one. It had brown leather interior, um, BBS homes with mm. um, a. It basically had uh, stainless steel lips on it. Yeah, and that was VR6 turbo. That was like, yeah, show car. Love it. Love taking shows. Noise. Noise. Yeah. And what? when I'd done the TFSI, it was something different. Look, look what I've done. Not not to be bigoted. It's like I was when I done TFSI, It was like I was hanging around with boys who had the Mark Five TFSI, and I was doing a lot of work on TFSI. And I had my Mark Two, and I was like, "Why don't we try that?" Oh, fair enough, mate. If you can get the parts, why not try it? What now? Just going back to you know you you're doing like engine uh, dropping engines in vehicles like every week. You say right? Like what's <laughs> What's been the most challenging one? Like, com- what's been the most challenging job to date when it comes to engine conversions? I have not quite started it yet, but I'm doing a V5 conversion out of a Mark IV into a Mark II. Okay. What's so, what's the challenge? They don't have all the mounts. You have to make mounts. You 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 have to make. So there's no companies that make the mounts no. for that. Yep. But 
I've got really, really short arms and long pockets. Right. <laughs> right. In your case, you've got the same. Right. Yeah. So I don't like spending money because yeah. I don't have lots of money like you. you know, sure. I'm starting a new business. Yes, okay, it's been going for years, but, you know, we've had all these ups and downs through two years of trying to start a business. Um, yeah, no, I'll make the mounts myself. So, yeah. So you you weld as well, do you? Yep. Do teak, mig, um, art welding, but don't really use art welding, but yeah, I art do. Art welding, what's that? Basically, stick welding, they call it. And that's like, they mostly do that on, like, offshore, like, oh, gas. Right. And heavy metal, that is. Like, that's fair enough. Yeah. Crikey. Like farmers' vehicles. Yeah. <laughs> well, Okay, what's been the most like? What's been the most fun or easy or yeah? Let's go with fun. What's been the most fun job in terms of engine conversions that you've done, or maybe most rewarding? I don't know. What's been the one that sticks out the most? Tier for Sai. Tier for Sai. Yeah. On but a the, particular vehicle or just that in one in general? If so, when I first done that, that's just like as soon as you tell people about it. They want to talk about it, so it's yeah. like it, the first one of its kind. Yeah, it's just amazing engine, really, because of what it can produce. Yeah, out of a stock engine, where you got other engines like a one eight turbo, you can make two eighty brake, and you got really changed rods. I know there's people out there what have made more, but I've seen engines on a 20 valve make 270 brake and they've been a rod but Jeez. that's just, you know people got different ways of mapping and everything else but yeah no their weakest point is a rod in a 1.8 turbo a connecting rod yes a connecting rod yes i'm learning See? yes that's I'm, it. <laughs> I'm learning i'm reading my haynes and bentley manuals i'm learning guys or <laughs> the it's a connecting rod or it's comrade right they i'd say american boys would call it a connecting rod we call it a conrod conrod yeah. there's a lot of uh we've often talked about this before but there's a there's a lot of uh different lingo yeah of course for like american guys and and uk guys yeah it's it can be confusing at times yeah. like i'll i'll take the truck somewhere like my mates or somewhere and i'll be like look we're, we're doing this today and I've noticed this underneath the rocker cover or something. And they'll be like, what the fuck did you just say? You mean the, the sit, the outer sill. And I'm like, yeah, the, the, that, the rocker cover there. And they're like, no, 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 no. That's not a rocker cover. That's a, that's a sill. <laughs> or cam cover. Right. Be on your vehicle. It'd be called a cam cover because the cam shaft's it. The reason why they call it a rocker cover. Yeah. Because on a V8, like an old road, like an on the old Chevy V8 or something like that, they got a camshaft what goes in the middle of the engine, so the two covers on the end of the, the heads, yeah, or rocker covers because that's where the rockers are for the valves, right? But I've read cam engines like what Volkswagens have got, or most Volkswagens have got, or all water cooled mm. Volkswagens have got, have got. Over camps, so it'd be a cam cover, right? But right. I know where you're coming from because I yeah. would have been a rock, a rock cover, yeah, classic mini. 
yeah, it's just fun. Like every day talking to people from either US or UK mm. and the terminology that gets used in the these messages back and forth, it can be so confusing because obviously the different lingo. So I thought but, I'd address it, you know. Yeah, especially for someone like you learning. Yeah, yeah, I'm learning. I'm learning like two different sets of lingo for things. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And then <laughs> when you talk to someone else who knows mechanics but only English version, yeah. and they're not a mechanic but they they're doing it, they're doing their own vehicles. Yeah. And you say, oh yeah, I've got I've got I've got a cam cover gasket for it, and you're like, and they're like, well, what's cam cover gasket? <laughs> But another like yeah yeah it's a it's a rock car, yeah 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 oh yeah. there's there's so many isn't there there's so many little little tiny things you oh, know like course. you know but anyway um what uh what about okay let's talk let's talk about uh what would be because let's talk about the truck that I've got and the the future plans for it in terms of power plant or engine yeah. I did say to you already, didn't I, in the messages, like, I I personally think it needs to be a diesel. And a lot of other people that have heard what I want to use the truck for said it makes sense for it to be a diesel. And you said 20-valve straight away. Well, I said 20-valve because it's a petrol. Yeah. And going from petrol, you'd have to, in theory... Tell DVLA you've going to a diesel with a petrol. You don't have to really say too much. You can just right. tell the insurance company you've done your conversion, and if they want to see a letter or see pictures, we can do that. Not a problem. We can do an engineer report, but when you go to DVLA, you got to really tell them it's been converted to a diesel. You got to fill in an engineer's report. It's not not the end of the world. It's not hard. Mm. But yeah, but and then you'd have to change your fuel tank. Not have to change your fuel tank, but you got to make sure the fuel drained out. Yeah, going from petrol to diesel shouldn't really hurt. But yeah, just for ease. But for what you want to use it for, and I think that's a great idea. Is mm. diesel, but because of what it is, of the rareness of it in the UK. I'd just say petrol, but whatever you want to do, I'll go along with it. Sure. And diesel, yeah, is PDs, amazing engine. What you can do with them, you can go from really good fuel, but you can have you use it as a race car as well. Really? Have you seen many you race know. cars with a PD engine? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, Dark, there's a company called Darkside Developments. They build race engines and they do uh, see it racing really yeah and there's a lot of pds will go to center pod you must have seen them at the weekend yeah yeah we saw a couple that like yep. like sam who and sam and there was another guy sorry i forgot his name he so sam's got a pd 130 which yep. i understand the 130 part is horsepower right yeah that's 130 brake horsepower and then the other guy had a pd 150 that's 150 brake horsepower yeah but them arl that's the engine code the 150 they're a really good engine. Um, that's what head bolts you normally replace on all of them because they can take the power. Mm. And then you then you can go for a remap. But I had a Seat Leon. Uh, no, I had a Seat Ibiza Cupra 
had the 160 brake horsepower. So basically, it's the same as same as a 150, but they just put 10 brake horsepower on by map. Oh right, okay, yeah, turbo, everything like that. But yeah. a three liter BMW turbo on it. Oh right, wow. And then that made 220 brake. Wow. Yeah. You see, I don't really have any business going crazy fast. No, no. Maybe we should, because obviously you know already, but we'll we'll tell the listeners. Like, and I'm I'm assuming a lot of people know already as well. But uh, my main thing, and maybe some people out there are in the exact same shoes. Yes. So, like, my thing is that this truck is, and I know you don't like the idea of this being a daily, but it is a fucking yeah. daily. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I drive my truck every single day, pretty much. I drive it to work. I drive it to the gym. I drive it when we go out, like maybe a food shop or whatever it may be, um, you know. And obviously doing weekends like Santa Pod and, you know, I'm I'm at the very south of the UK. And so whenever there's something on, I know I've got to drive a couple of hundred miles to get there, you know, and, and meet all of my mates. So the 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 thing for me is that i would love to not have to spend so much i'd love my fuel to last basically um i would love to be able to keep up with uh some of my other mates that i you know like sam uh jack humphreys and and kieran and some of the other guys i'd love to be able to keep up with them you know because remember mine's a 1.6 auto which yeah. is sort of three gears mate Three uh, gears, but three that gears, is, but that is an early. Basically, that your engine is an early Mark One GTI engine, right? And so this is what I I mean. It's like I want my I want my fuel to last. Um, there is there is two ways we could do this, right? We could go early Mark Three TDI engine, right? So it's got a diesel pump. And what we, is that? Sorry, I, you, <laughs> I should say I will ask a lot of stupid yes, fine, questions because I am so new to this. And I've met, it's interesting, I've met so many other people that are in my shoes as well. And they say mm. they love listening to the podcast because mm. they, are, they, they know that I'm going to ask the questions that they want to ask as well. Like yeah. the stupid questions yeah. like, what the fuck is a diesel pump? Like, well, is, obviously, is that an automatic thing or do I need to manually do it like a choke? No, 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 no. Diesel pump is a, a pump what bolts on, basically, it, it's on the engine and mm. it runs with the cam belt. So it's in time with the engine. Right. In time with the crank and the camshaft. So every revolution it does, it pumps it, it pumps fuel into the injectors. And then that's how, that's the easiest way to explain it. Yeah. Okay, and that's on a Mark Three TDI. Yeah, but they're an early engine, so you can run run that engine on cooking oil. <laughs> that's amazing. You can basically you can go to your local fish and chip shop and say, "Can I take your waste oil?" And they yeah. go, "Yeah, of course," because it doesn't cost them nothing to do it. And then you filter that, and then you mix most probably quarter of diesel with it, so it mm. thins down. And, well, you might really have to do with diesel and cooking oil, you'd have to do 50-50. Right. But if you've mixed it with paraffin, you could put less paraffin in and more cooking oil because it's the uh, paraffin's more thinner. But, yeah, you can do it that way. 
And... Really? Is, would that not run like a bag of shit? No, actually. Do you know it runs better and quieter? Really? Yes. The only thing is it smells like a fish and chip shop. So you feel <laughs> but That's funny. My T4, you know, my, I don't know if you see it at the weekend, my blue one, Synchro. Yes. I run that on cooking oil. That's amazing. Um, I've got an LT35 recovery truck. And when all these fuel prices was high and no one had diesel, I run that on cooking oil because that's got a diesel pump. I I had a Mark IV Golf. Mm. I run that on cooking oil, but I didn't put so much cooking oil in. I put more diesel in. So you can do it because on a PD, it's got high pressure injectors. So it's got electronic injectors and it's got a, they call it a tandem pump, what bolts on the side of the camshaft. Yeah. And what that does, it, it pressurizes the, f- the injectors to give it the pressure so the injectors fire. But at the same time, it does a vacuum pump. So you've got a servo for your brakes. So yeah. you get that nice pedal. So when you start your car up, the, before you start it up, it's normally got a rock hard pedal. And when you start it up, you feel the pedal sink. Right. But the servo's working. Servo doubles or triples the pressure of the where your foot pushes on it. Yeah. Right, rightly. Right. Uh, so yeah, that's how but you've got two options. You can go mark free TDI, what are getting quite rare now. Or you can go down the route of the P D. Mm. What is I think is an amazing diesel engine. Yeah. Well, here's another thing that I want to put to you. Like, what happens if I need to replace any parts of an engine, for example? Like, I don't know, like a turbo or something, uh, or a- any little nut and bolt or whatever that needs to be replaced. So, like, so we go PD, simple. Right. 130 PD, right? That comes out of a Mark IV Golf. Yeah. You get or, or a Bora. Yeah, or a Bora. Which is also the Jetta in the US. Yeah, that's just going to say that. <laughs> or Seat Leon, or a Skoda Octavia, um, Audi A3. Um, yeah, we can go forever. What well, them engines winning? Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. Use a five-speed gearbox out of a Mark. You could use Mark Three TDI or Mark Four TDI or. Any of the Mark IV platforms. Yeah. Um, you can go six speed, but then it gets complicated on drive shafts and that. Yeah. We can talk about that another time. But you, you put it in Epitech, do the, the you still bolt. There? Yeah. Can you hear me? Hello? Are you still there? Yeah. Yeah. Can you hear me? Sorry, mate. I lost you there for a minute. All right. My signal's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just lost you after you said we can talk about that another time. All right. So Epitech do the engine mounts for it. Right. Okay. Are they a company in the UK or? German company. Okay. Okay. Um, so basically they do the mounts for 1.8 turbo conversions, diesel conversions, V5 conversions. They started making, because they're difficult to get hold of now, they started doing mounts for like VR6s and things like that. Really? Yeah. So you buy Epitech mounts, I think they're less than £200. Okay. You bolt them in, and that engine bolts on the original mounts in that car. Uh, you use 
original turbo off the Mark IV. You use the original shifter off the Mark IV. Mm -hmm. uh, use a Mark... You could use a VR6 radiator. Okay. For some reason, people like to use a bigger radiator for diesel. But they do a Mark I top fill red. It's what's made out of aluminium. So that's the route I'd go down to because it makes the bay look all nice and tidy. Yeah. The only things you'd most probably have to have custom made, and we can do them, is most probably exhaust and the um, intercooler pipes. Right, okay. And custom intercooler. Right. Okay. Now, now I have a rough idea in my head, like all the things that you would like. Let's say you've got a stock truck, like mm -hmm. like I have, pretty much. It's a stock truck. It's you know everything's original, yeah. um, which almost sounds blasphemy wanting to take it out, but I just do. Okay, I have my reasons, um, but I have a rough idea in my head of the list of things that you need to sort of be aware of and change when doing an engine conversion. Now, maybe you can add to this list, but the, so to my understanding is that if I was going to change my truck to have a PD engine, I would need to change the, the front brakes. I'd have to get bigger brakes, yeah. change to 15 inch wheels or something like that to fit these brakes. Um, let me think what else the brakes you've said already the exhaust uh, the pet the uh obviously going from an auto to a manual we'd need to like cut a hole out in the uh firewall to fit a, a clutch pedal through no 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 you'd have to change you'd have to drill a hole right because what we'll do because it would make it easier because i would have to say you'd have to change your steering column because the pedals are mounted on a steering column on the Mark One, right? Okay, so a whole uh, new steering column as well. Yeah, but I'm sure you could use a UK steering column. I'm sure we could make that work. I don't think there'd be much difference. I don't think you'd have to say, boys in America say, all you could do ask them to donate you a a pedal uh, and column with the pedals on it. And what mm. we'll do, we'll mount a hydraulic system on it. So you have a hydraulic clutch, so it's nicer to drive. Then we just have to dry, drill a hole and put a nice rubber grommet in the bulkhead and we'll run a, 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 a clutch pipe through or hose. Right. So that makes it better. It makes your pedal feel nice and, yeah, it just makes it just nicer to drive. Right, okay, yeah. Now, is there anything else that I'm missing out there straight away? Uh, brakes, part exhaust, pedals, build a harness. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, God, that's another thing. The fuse box. So, I your fuse box would be an early fuse box. Yeah, mine's got uh, ceramic fuses. Yes, I the Jetta. What I was, what I'm, be doing a twenty valve or be putting a twenty valve back in after painted the bay and that. That's a Mark One Jetta, seventy. I'm going to say it's seventy-eight. It's so a that, 78, 79. That would have the same sort of fuse box, right? Yeah. That's the first time I've ever seen one. Yeah. Uh, like what we got here. 
<laughs> People have said they are really horrible. Mm. Yes and no. No, I don't think so. I think they're very... They're not complicated. Mm. They're very basic. The one after that, they call it a CE1 fuse box. I hate it. I thought, what's the CE2 then? Is that from a... Mark. That goes to Mark 2, Mark 3. Right. And that is amazing. <laughs> That's what everybody that I know does as well. When they do a conversion, they always upgrade the fuse box to a CE2 box. That's what I've done with the Grey Caddy. Right, okay, yeah. That's yeah. got a seat. That's got... Because basically, that's got an ABF in it. 16 valve out of a Mark III. Yeah. We had a Mark III uh, Golf, what we took the engine out of. I just took the whole lot out and just basically put it all in. Connected the old stalks, wired them all up to that fuse box. So made that... So they worked. Yeah. So the indicators work, the lights work. Everything works on that vehicle like you should do for an MOT. Yeah. Oh, that's great. That's good to know. So, yeah, without going into too much of a debate, you know, because I'm still like, I'm still want to be, I want to be educated. What, what do you, what do you think the pros and cons are of petrol versus diesel? Do you, do you think you're, you'd be biased in this? No. What, what would you say the I pros and cons are? I love diesel. I love the sound of a petrol. Sure. Yeah. As much as you were saying the other day on one of your, uh, one of your things the other day, the pops and bangs. <laughs> oh yeah. Yes, and you're like, yeah, it sounds like it's broken. Well, <laughs> I'm different. I like that. You know. You like that? Yeah. Why? Tell me, please educate me. Why do you like the pop and bang thing? I don't know. I'm just. Just cool. I don't know. Just where I've been in the car scene, I just like it. It's like really? my white Mark Two. Yeah. It's basically twenty valve, built engine, making just sharp three hundred brake. Uh, that's got launch control on it. Right. So you rev it up on idle, or you rev it up stationary, and it rev up to I don't know three grand, or three R, three thousand RPM. Yeah. And it, I'd just hold there, but it'd be going pop, bang, pop, bang, pop, bang, and you just see loads of flames coming out. Because what, <laughs> what that's like, it's because launch control. Yeah. If you have the revs too high, it'd just spin the wheels. Right. But at that speed, at that sort of revs, you should be able to drop the clutch and it should just like go like a rocket. Wow. Or shove, shovel, whatever you want, whatever you want to say. <laughs> but, um, but that's yeah. fair enough. Like each to their own. If yeah. that's what you're into, that's that's fine. It's just interesting to me. That's all. I I suppose I tell you what as well. Um, and now I don't think you're a hooligan. I don't think you're one of these that I see here on the island. I see it all the time. Like this... yeah, no, I'm not a fool person. <laughs> Sorry, no, I'm not being rude. I've been rude, there, but no. But no, I you know uh, oh, people poor. in America wouldn't be re- really know what a chav is or anything no, like that. No, no, no. But we'll see. <laughs> here on the island, I see a lot of hooligans, for a lack of a better word. But they're just you know speeding around like public areas, middle of the day, like just being really oh, what's the word? Just 
annoying. <laughs> yeah, just like getting like doing things that if the police were around, they'd be like straight away on it. Do you know what I mean? It's it's hard to. Ex- it, yeah, that's the thing. It's just like that's what I I associate that pop and bang sound with no, people like it, that. Yeah, that is. But a lot of it is like when on certain cars, when you got a car that's built properly, yeah, and it's built for performance and it, and when you do let your foot off the throttle and it pops and bangs well what that's doing is is dumping more fuel in the exhaust uh, more fuel into it to cool the the turbo down right turbo car and it pops and bangs yeah it does it it's 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 too it, it, that's what it's supposed to but the sts and that there yeah it's just a pop and bang map they call it Right, yeah. And then on diesels, they do a popcorn limiter. A popcorn? So, yeah. They call it a popcorn limiter. Because when God. it up, it sounds like popcorn. Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I'm learning so much here. All right. So going back then, so the pros and cons, obviously, a petrol sounds better. I think everybody would agree with that. Um, what else? What about, like, you know, performance-wise? Like, what about, okay, what about fuel? Surely diesel horrible. lasts longer, right? Pet- petrol's horrible. Just like, especially like modern, you def- you got to run the hot, you got to run the most expensive petrol nowadays in them sort of cars. Yeah. So nowadays, it's much going to cost you two pound a litre versus super unleaded. Yeah. So yeah, but with a diesel, you can yeah run it on anything. Well, you can't run on anything, but yeah, especially. An old Mark III. People talk about what you can run them. If you really, really needed to, mm. if you're really stuck, you can even run an old diesel on engine oil. Really? Yeah. If you really got stuck. Well, that's you, what that's yeah. what diesel is, isn't it? It's a it's a form of oil, isn't it? Or yes. It, yeah, it is. Yeah, it's definitely. Yeah, but yeah. you can use so many different sort of things to get diesel to run you know and what i've often heard as well that if you are hauling or if you're if you're pulling something if you've got something on tow Mm -hmm. a a diesel will be more beneficial pulling something is that right yeah more powerful yeah it's cool because with diesel when they're turbid they produce more torque right silly amounts of torque right okay okay awesome all right. Well, I think we've settled that. The truck <laughs> needs to be a diesel. Yep. Um, you know, just for my purposes, using it daily, want to get good mileage. Or was it MPGs? Yes, it MPG. See, in your, in your, okay, I keep calling it caddy, but it's not, it's a, it's a rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> you could just call it the truck. We yeah, just call it the truck, truck. Just so that we don't annoy yeah. anybody. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I was keep thinking. Um, your truck. No word of a lie. Yeah, you've got no weight in it. With a with a stage one map on it, it'll do seventy to gallon. Seventy miles to the gallon. Yeah, and the size of your tank, you'll most probably get six hundred miles plus. No. Yeah. No way. Yeah, I had a Passat B five point five. It's one eighty brake horsepower. I used to tie a trailer and I used to get 50 to the gallon out of it. Wow. And I used Wait, to get... are you, you talking about the engine that I've got right now? No, no, no. 
I was going to say, I was like, hang on a minute. Nah, PD. Uh, but yeah, that sounds better. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The PD is the way to go. Yeah. Uh, we've settled that. All right. Well, uh, we'll continue that um, little, uh, I don't know, that that project. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll, talks of that will continue. So if yeah. anybody wants to, if anybody feels like they can help out, whether it's with parts or, I don't know, information. I know there's people out there that have done it. Then oh, please... I've done it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can do. I know. I can know the Warren Loom off by heart. I know the colours. Wow, that's, can, that's pretty good. I can do it in my sleep. To be, <laughs> you could do it in your sleep. Yeah, I think the only, the only thing what's going to cost, or if we can talk to someone, is just getting the mounts. Right. Okay. Yeah. Because I got transmissions gearboxes. See, I'm American now. Transmission. <laughs> Transmission. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've got gearboxes. Yeah. And I'm sure. I've got an engine coming the pipeline for you. Ooh. It's just people we know in it. It's it's what you know and how you know people. That is what I've realized since doing this podcast. When I first started, I didn't know a thing and I didn't know anybody. And that was, again, probably part of starting this podcast Mm. was to, to get to know people, get to know people in the community. And since then, since then, I, I I strongly believe that if you want to do something, of course you can do it on your own. You'll get you'll get to it, but it's sometimes who you know to get the job done quicker, or to for people to turn you on to other things. Yeah, you know. I've always found though, doing what I'm doing is I've never got a lot of help. I've asked questions, and I've never got any answer. Really, I've worked it out myself, and it's like. When people, yeah, it is who you know, mm. definitely for certain things, but yeah, certain things, yeah, working things out. But when I've seen, like, listening to your other ones, yeah, the American boys have got such more heart of helping each other. Where mm. I think not to be rude over here, no one, you know, people rather go on Facebook and bitch about people, not to be nasty, but of course, no, yeah, you bring up a very good point. I've said it, you know, months ago. It's what I've seen firsthand as well. You know, there's, I don't know if you've seen it as well, but there's someone always trying to make money rather than put back into the community in, in, you know, no one really wants to help, you you know, you're one of the, uh, one of the few people that I know that actually wants to do something positive and do something to help others, you know, which is really refreshing to hear, you know? Yeah. I yeah, we all need it. I'd rather be comfortable and be rich. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. be and be like selfish and like mm. you know, and have no one around. Yeah, you know, I'm not a big person. I ain't got loads of friends. I'm not that sort of person. Like I said, I like to, I'd go in the garage and I'll do stuff myself. And you know, I love, I've had an accident, and it takes take sometimes it takes longer to me to do things, and it frustrates me. Because well, before. Like well on doing stuff, you know, yeah. three four o'clock in the morning, and I'll be still out in the garage. But yeah, but a lot of that is also to do with the passion. Do you know what mm. I mean? Mm. Yeah. Um, but just to go on to what you said, I recently heard a quote. I can't remember what it was. It was in a YouTube video or something, and there was this actor saying, "It's like you don't need like twenty friends. You don't need loads and loads of friends and followers." He goes, 
you just need three motherfuckers. You yes. just need three motherfuckers and you will take over the world. No, <laughs> yeah. oh, definitely. I love that. It was just, I get, you know, I'm, I'm butchering it, but you did have to hear it. This guy, the American guy, people probably know who he was. He was probably on Joe Rogan or something, but he was like, you just need three motherfuckers. <laughs> oh. Yeah, no, 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 but it's just Instagram. I, 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 that's all I use really because I don't seem to, everybody seems to be nice, you know. Yeah. You don't get in, but as soon as you put something on Facebook and someone don't like saying, "Oh, you haven't done that right," it should be done like this. It's like, well, no, it shouldn't. Mm. It's people are different. Yeah, yeah. I've it's re- all the same. It'd be a boring world, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've realised that Instagram is where you go to get inspiration. It's where people mm. post their victories. And Facebook is like opening up your window and shouting out into the street. And anybody can shout back at you. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's keyboard worries, I'm afraid to say. Yeah, yeah, I do see that so, so... I've actually come away from Facebook. People are still, like, tagging me and stuff. And then they'll come on Instagram and be like, I, I showed you loads of things on Facebook. I haven't heard anything back. I'm like, because I just don't use it. It is literally a toilet bowl. It, yeah. it, it, I just... Yeah. I, it's good for some things, maybe like marketplace, but even then, yeah. like you just, That's you'll just, well. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it'll be like, uh, is you'll say, is this still available? And you just won't get anything <laughs> left. Like, or yeah. maybe you're trying to sell something and then someone says, is this still available? And you say, yeah. And then and that's it. <laughs> yeah. The other thing is, uh, you're selling something for, I don't know, say you're selling something for two grand. Oh, yeah. I'll give you 500 quid for it. <laughs> no, I didn't say that, did I? Yeah, but yeah, like that's why I use Instagram more because it is just more positive, and it's less. Uh, from what I've seen, it's less. You know, everybody wants to stick their two cents in. You yes, know? and I'm not that sort of person. You know, if I've done something wrong, I've done something wrong. But you don't need to make me look like a dick. I've done I'm... it wrong. Fair enough. Just say, look, you've done that wrong, mate. You yeah. should do it this way, or you should do this a little bit tidier, or something like that. Yeah, I've it, had people do that. I've done I've recently. I've had someone. Oh yeah, I've had this wiring loom in from this certain people, and it's like, mate, you've done it a different way. So you just say, look, you know, you don't have to spread it all over Facebook. Mm. He didn't say no names. He didn't like say anything. But it's like, well, I phoned him up and said, look, you know, mate, why are you cussing my work? You know, I haven't done nothing wrong. Sure. <laughs> You just do it a different way. Yeah. Oh of yeah, that's dangerous. Well that's your that's your personal opinion. But... <laughs> exactly. You know what I love about Instagram as well is that if you see something that's like what I see a lot is people that, you know, have these mark ones and they, they're doing things outside the box. They're doing things that haven't been done before, or they do something that has been done before, but they do it really, really well. And I can just give them a double tap, and that is enough to give them that little dopamine hit to yeah. them to know, oh shit, I've done something, I've done yeah. something good. Yeah. And uh, whereas I don't know if it's obviously there is a like button on Facebook, but I don't know. It's just there's a lot of noise on Facebook. <laughs> yeah, I you. But uh, anyway, uh, yeah, let's move on from this. Let's point. come away let's from that for a minute. Yeah. So, Making it go downhill or not uphill. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to talk about um, YouTube? Do you want to talk about um, starting a yeah 
a YouTube I'm, channel. Yeah, I do want to start YouTube because, like I said, mm. I'm not a people person, and I'd rather have a video there and show what I'm doing. Like, like I'd love just build cars and raffle them off, and just just to just to live, just mm. to have the money to live, and buy things and give people give help everybody else. You know what I mean? Yeah, I like, like that. Like you know, help have spend a, I don't know a week or a weekend doing your doing your truck. Sure, yeah. And then you uh, go, oh, I'll come over and help you. I'll do a bit of filming for you. Mm. And do some work on your car, and oh, I can't do that, but I wash this or I rub that down or yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly, mate. I've I said it when we were getting ready for Santa Pod, mm. but of course I joke around posting up things like, oh yeah, hashtag. Uh, VW action prep but really like, I was just looking forward to spending time in, with my mates that I you know learned to well you know we all have this common interest and we've spoken on the internet and it's just great to meet up with them every now and then in person to chat shit it just so happened that there was a car show on and like don't get me wrong VW action was amazing it was great to see all those Volkswagens in person and see them and film everything and see the drag strip. It was great. I had a great weekend, but like I just for the whole time was just really looking forward to spending time with these people. Yeah. And uh, I, I've always thought that I value experience over money, you know, with this whole, cause it is a bit of a hobby for me. You know, yeah. if we, if there is money in it that could go towards, like we said earlier, like if we could, raffle things off and make some money like i'm making money from the a little bit of money from doing the t-shirts that's hopefully going towards you know going to over to america next year or you know things like that and yeah and, and so i'd love it, to do that i'd love yeah to, i'd love to actually come with you yeah mostly won't happen this year because or next year because we might not have the money but if we can make the money so we could all go yeah we're up for going yeah totally and so but i like i said there's uh there are people out there that have realized that there might be a little bit of money in certain areas, like the vaults, the, the, the caddy or pickup tailgate. They're yeah. going for like 800 pounds plus nowadays. Yeah, that's the only thing with this rear body. Yeah. yeah. But you can use a bully net for now. Sure. Yeah. Sure. And or make something up, you know? But yeah. It's a trade at the end of the day, or what's all we're going to make out of it? Yeah, but um, that's what I'm getting towards, and I think that's what you are, you're about as well. Is that yeah. I, I get the sense that you're you want to give back to the community, and you'd yeah. rather gain experiences and things like that than you know, like I say, like trying to make money off of something. Because I I get the feel that you're you're really passionate about this culture and community as well. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Mm. Like at the weekend, I went with my mate. Richard was there. He's got that big white uh, crafter. Yeah. He's a big, friendly teddy bear. He's just <laughs> such a nice bloke. And I was went there, and it was peaceful. Yeah. Didn't have no one bitching about, oh, don't know about this car. Or, don't know about <laughs> that product or things like that. It was just nice. Yeah. Walked around, and... I had a girlfriend with a little boy, and we just had a lovely day, you know? Yeah, that is great. Yeah, it was great. And we were talking to, I didn't know all the people in the group we was with, because 
my mate Richard, he um, invited us there. But we got to know him. We talked to everybody. Yeah. And it was all friendly. Same Not... sort of thing happened to me, mate. Yeah. Um, I, I should say briefly as well, because there'll be people that like to follow the story behind my my pickup truck um but i we when we went to santa pod we were in the uh club camping and the the guy that organized that was the guy his name's al al and he is not al al but just al um he is the guy behind the vw caddy forum all those years ago yeah and uh, he's the guy that imported my truck from California to the UK, which was quite fun to learn about. Like pieces of the, I often say pieces of the puzzle coming together. And uh, it was just, in, he, we and him chatted for about 45 minutes about the truck and and uh, where he saw it. And he he basically imported it for his, his friend Mick. And then Mick collects like American cars yeah and uh he fixed the brakes apparently and got it running and stuff like that and fixed it up a bit and registered it to the uk and then the guys at nutjob in brighton picked it up and then i swapped it with the guys at nutjob so yeah it's uh it's it was interesting to hear because he was basically this is another thing that nobody knows about nobody knows about this so this is interesting because I thought I had the only 1980 early Westie truck, but apparently no. When Al imported my truck, which is the mountain green truck, he also imported a metallic silver early Westie truck as well. So there was two trucks from the same year, right? Yep. And what happened was, is that apparently the silver truck had well basically the the green truck that i have it arrived a day early and the silver truck arrived in the uk the next day right and uh the guy mick was thinking oh yeah that that silver metallic truck is going to look really great it's got all the nice bits on it all the nice interior nice front bumper anyway the the green truck arrived first this is the story that al told me he said the green truck arrived first and uh this guy Mick just fell in love with the green truck, and he, because you know, this guy Mick, he would he wanted the the silver truck really, and uh, but he saw the green was oh yeah this one this, and apparently the green truck had really like you know smashed headlight uh, rear tail lights and just w- wasn't looking nice. And apparently what he did was both trucks arrived and he took most of the the parts the good stuff from the silver truck to put on the green truck so like the the front bumper that i've got on the truck now originally came from the silver truck they're both different colors right and uh and then some of the interior parts and and some of the other bits and it was just interesting to put all those pieces of the puzzle together and and to be sort of told the the history because remember when i I got handed the keys to this truck. I didn't get any paperwork, no history, no nothing. And uh, so it was nice to hear the, some of the story. You know, I learned most about, I learned more about this truck from, there's a guy, Eddie Owen Davis in the US and, and Rod Garcia. They told me more about this truck than anybody else because they were going to get this truck when they saw it in California because that's where they live. Yes. So that was quite interesting. And they sent me photos of it when it was in 
California. And so, uh, but no, that I just, I, I just wanted to put that out there for people. Cause there are people that often ask about the truck and, uh, and I met the guy who imported it the other day. So that was nice. Yeah, that's good. Anyway, oh. sorry. Back to YouTube. <laughs> yes, that's it. Yeah, YouTube. Where was he? Yeah, I just like to just like like doing Jim's Jetta. I like to put that on there and just show what we're doing. Yeah. And like when I go to Matt at Mark Two Spares UK, do some filming there when we're taking mm-hmm. where we're doing like sending bits out. Yeah. And now I have some questions for you. Oh right, okay. With the YouTube thing, so would you use? Would you want to make a YouTube channel to? Well, what do you want to u- make the YouTube channel for? Like, is it is it just to show stuff to people, or would you like it to be sort of like a TV show type thing where you you know upload things every day, every week or so? Yeah, I'd much prefer try and do just like a blog thing. Yeah. So you can try and do like a 15, 10, 15 minute blog. Yeah. Or yeah, it'd be take long, it normally longer than that and it shorts it down to 10, 15 minute and try and like do a free a week. Or, yeah. And then just try and, you know, do t-shirts and. Sure. And build, okay. And build cars and raffle cars off and just, just ideas like work with you and mm. just to as much as do our own thing but enjoy people and go and and do road trips to do things and just build like you don't want to work for post office all your life dude no way man. Mouth, no. no no it's what i'm saying so nowadays i think you just got to work with people to get places sure definitely and that's what definitely. i want to do i don't really want like to have a full-blown business make loads of money have all these nice cars on Volkswagen. Mm. And if I have to, I drive around in an old Arrow <laughs> <laughs> Well, okay. So there, I think there are some things to discuss because I know a few people that have got YouTube and they say they want to, they want to have, you know, they want to have this YouTube channel and they, you know, they, the thing is they do it for all the wrong reasons. Like the people that I've spoken to, they say they want to get famous. They want to get big. They care about numbers. I'm not worried about that. I just want to nah. show the fun. What yeah. We have and show the fun and, and show what we're doing. You know, I don't have to use Creed Customs. Don't have to be there. We can change the name and stuff. And sure. you know what I mean? I just want to show what we're doing and document, like we go to America and we'll do a brilliant video and then we go to Germany and mm. show the American people what Germany's like and then sort of come together with everybody and then yeah, that's just me. I just like, you know, just yeah not make loads of friends everywhere, but just associates and just I, be nice. I get where you're coming from, mate. I, I get the idea. Uh and I'm also talking for people out there that maybe are thinking of making their own YouTube channel as well. And I've seen what works and what doesn't work, you know. Um, there's a few people that I've seen that, like I said before, they really they care about the numbers. They want to get famous. They want to get rich. They've got all these plans that they want to do, but they're doing it for the wrong reasons to start with. But also, they're posting, like, wrong. Now, let me elaborate. So, 
because I've I, I don't want to be like I'm I don't want to blow my own horn yeah. I don't I'm not I, I'm not trying to be the big I am but uh, I've done m- uh, multiple YouTube channels in the past and you know on various different things and I've seen people posting uh, okay so <laughs> lesson number one um, have a niche or have one to two things that you're passionate about Mm-hmm. So this is where I see people going wrong is that they'll start a YouTube channel and they'll post like a random video and then a month later they'll post a, another random video which has nothing to do with the first one and then another video like the next day which has got something to do with something else and so there's no chance to build an audience from one specific thing. For example, um, I had a, or still do but don't post on it, but I used to have a youtube channel which was all about bicycles fixed gear bicycles yep. and i only posted videos about bicycles yeah. right so one it had a niche the niche was these bikes were a specific type of bike you know they were fixed gears you know they weren't bmx's they weren't mountain bikes they were fixed gears so anybody that was into those fixies or fixed gears watch those videos because no one else was doing it right mm. so it's a niche um the other thing was that i was posting at least once a week and i was posting about those things yeah now this is where i see a lot of people go wrong is that they'll post one week and then leave it three to four five months before posting another video it never works and it yeah people just get bored they forget yeah. about you and they're you know they're gone um, and then when they do post, it's about something completely different. And so when you, <laughs> this is the thing, imagine, uh, okay, let's go back to the example that I gave about the fixed gear bikes. Like, let's pretend that you, what you're a subscriber of my channel about bicycles, you're into bikes. I've done about five videos about bicycles. You're keen, you're following along. I don't post for a while, but when I come back and post a video, it's about trampolines. Yeah. And you're like, what the fuck is this? This isn't yeah. what I signed up for. And then you just click unsubscribe. Yeah. That's just, that's how it is. Yeah. And so that's where I see a lot of people falling down straight away. Um, is, is the consider the lack of consistency um, with the posting schedule and the content itself. I think, so, go on. I think there's plenty of content what we're doing. I know this, you say stick to one thing like, you know, because yeah. we're what, what we're doing is Volkswagens are Volkswagens, you know, yeah. cars, but not go from a, a Mark One to a Mark Two. You know what I mean? You got to stick with that one type vehicle for that series, and then, and then like the following week, you, you explain say, "Work, we're waiting for parts for that one, so we're gonna move on to the next one, but we will be coming back to that one." Yeah, you, I mean that's. There's nothing wrong with doing that though, no. like because still within the car, it's still yeah. within Volkswagen, it's still within yeah. cars and automotive. Yeah. But I'm talking like if you posted uh, a, a video of you right. doing an engine conversion, yeah, and then the next video was like a home video of you um, on the toilet or yeah. something like that, it's just what the fuck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it's a bit like doing an engine conversion or doing an engine change and then. Building a brick wall. <laughs> yeah, 
exactly. It's like people didn't sign up for that. No. So I think that would be like a tip for people that yeah. if you want to start a YouTube channel, have a subject in mind. Yeah. And it's fine to explore that subject and do things that surround it. For example, again, going back to the bicycle thing, I was I was filming things like uh, we used to call them bike check videos. Yeah. And those are the ones that did really well, actually. And it was basically every person that I met within the community and the, everybody that had their own bicycle, every, you know, fixed gear bike, I would meet them and we'd do like a 10 minute video of them explaining and breaking down all the different parts that they've added to their bike. Yeah, true. And, They're their own yeah. bike. So it's their personal opinion, what they want to do. Yeah. And then, and then take that on board if they want to. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then the next video that I might post might be like a how-to video on how to uh, lace your bicycle rims to your hubs, yeah. or, like with spokes or whatever, or or how to simple uh, bicycle chain maintenance or something like that. It, it could be a how-to video, but you see how it's they're both linked. They're still in the same realm of of yeah, bicycle, right? So what I'm saying is it's okay to venture within your subject, but just yeah. know that if you go too far, people might be led astray. Yeah. Like they might be like, okay, enough of this. Like that's why I've got multiple channels. I've got a travel channel because if I started posting my Australia road trip on my Monster Rabbit YouTube channel, people would be like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> yeah, people have done it though. I've seen it. And I'm like, why am I watching this? So I just go away from it. And yeah. want to know why all of a sudden people are not watching their stuff. And then the next week they'll put like the stuff what they're meant to be doing. Sure. Yeah. So, so I think I think um I think some of the things that people get wrong are often some of the easiest things. Um, like, you know, staying consistent with have like posting at least once a week or if you are going to post once a month post once a month don't leave it like two years no so, you need to, i think it needs to be the minimum and that's difficult and that most probably you want to do more than that is once a week you really want to try and do two yeah. three a week yeah it all depends on how yeah. um committed and how yeah. devoted you want to be and what you want to achieve um do you have any questions about starting a YouTube channel? Editing. Because okay. I'm dyslexic and everything. That's what I shy away from. Okay. That's so some some of this is going to be easier to show you in person or yeah. on a screen. Yeah. Uh, but I can uh, we can go through some of the basics. Uh, there are... There's going to be many different... I mean, you can edit on your phone nowadays, which is getting crazy. I just prefer sitting down at a computer or a laptop and, and seeing it on a big screen, personally. Yeah. Um, and because uh, just I've, I personally use a MacBook Pro. I use Final Cut Pro X or 10. Um, but there's, you know, other programs like Adobe Premiere. There's iMovie, which is built into the laptop when you get it. Depending it built into your iPhone as well. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or if you've got a Windows laptop. Yeah, I've got Windows. I've got a HP laptop. Right. So there'll be something like Movie Maker, which is what I first started when I was, I think I was about 14. Yeah. 
and I started making videos and they were just, you know, me and my mates, uh, you know, being funny, but it started at a very young age. And that was the first program I used was movie maker. And I think I had windows XP home edition computer, but uh, you know, so there are free editing programs. So, yeah, but it, it, the, the it depends on how how much you want to get into the editing and because uh, and it depends on your subject matter you yeah. know so i've always thought that the story is king like yeah, people yeah. often think about oh i've got to get the most expensive and best equipment with the best quality picture and you know i've got to get everything the best and it's like I've recorded things on potatoes before and come up with like a better compelling video because of the story. Yeah. You know, so I think it there is such a thing as a balance. I think if you've got a good balance of equipment and subject matter, then I think it'll it will make a great video, yeah. you know, depending but, on what you wanna what you wanna do. And in your case, you wanna do show people what you're doing in your with your cricket customs and every all your ventures and yeah. things like that within the Volkswagen world that you've got and i think because yours is like a showcase thing you want to show people things and maybe educate people then it's it's not going to be like a how do i put it it's not going to be it's not always going to be a how-to video guide. Uh, I can't, no, because people got their own different opinions. And it's yeah. like, you yeah. want to do it that way, you do it that way. I just want to, like, just show people what we're doing. Have a laugh. Yeah. Just sort of, you know, even sit down and have a, like, a question evening. Like, you know, people yeah. questions and then we answer them. And we, oh, there's like, so much to unpack in there. Like, there's so much. Okay, let let me let me spill out the the basics then the very basics uh, for a, a channel like yours, and I'm sure there's other people that have got a similar idea in mind if they wanted to start their own channel. So, the first thing I would do if I were you is create a YouTube channel, mm. uh, have a very memorable name, for example, Cricket Customs, right? Because and there's a reason why, and that is more of a is it marketing? I don't know. But it's basically, you see with the Monster Rabbit, if you search Monster Rabbit on YouTube, Google, Instagram, whatever, it will always come up with everything. Yeah. If if I called my YouTube channel Dan's Shitbox Stories and I called my Instagram Dan underscore Lock and then I called my website Dan Lock the Monster dot com or yeah. some bullshit it's so many different names for things and let's also say that my youtube channel has a picture of my face yeah let's say my instagram has a picture of my truck mm. let's say my website home screen has like different fonts and stuff so it's all looking different it's just chaos and people are the thing is as well you got to just imagine that people are dumb you've got to imagine <laughs> that you're trying to teach people to suck eggs. You're trying to just imagine that you have to spoon feed everything to people. So if you notice on the everything that I've got to do with the monster rabbit, everything has got the monster rabbit logo on the Mm. Instagram, the YouTube channel, the Facebook, 
the website. It all uses the Monster Rabbit logo. It's all the same. So as soon as you land on that page, you know you're in the right place. Yeah. You don't, you don't even have to read the logo because you, your mind and your eye picks up the shape of it already. It's like the yeah. Nike logo, you yeah. know? I'm not suggesting that I'm not comparing myself to Nike. No, I'm no, just no. saying yeah. the whole point of a logo is to, it's, a, it's like your cricket customs logo. Yeah. I don't actually read it anymore. I just no. look at it at a glance yeah. and I know, yeah. I know, you know? So if you, if I were you, I would have everything with the same logo. So when people land there, they know it's you. Yeah. I've, you know? Well, I've, I've done a YouTube. I've like signed up to YouTube and that, and my logo is, my pink and grey so yeah. I put that in everywhere exactly and that's great so it shows whoever lands there knows that if they've if they've gone from either they've clicked on a link um, let's say for example uh, you sent me uh, a link to someone's video and I click on it and I see, oh, I recognize the logo straight away. It's 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 what a logo should do. Yeah. And it's I think your low your your Instagram if it's all linked together and it's all like a professional business type thing, all the logos should be the same, basically. Yeah. Like I was saying before, I don't it just helps. Like yeah. I said, every treat everybody as if they're really dumb and they don't know who's who, and so and they just do it by colours. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like every basically all the avatars and logos need to be the same, so that you know where you are. You're not confused. Yeah. Basically, to save confusion. Yeah. Um, what are the other basics? I think, and in terms of editing, like we kind of went off on a tangent then, but yeah. editing. I would try and have like a an intro and keep it very short. I made the mistake of having a like a thir- 20 to 30 second intro way too long. People get bored and they click the skip button, okay? Because they watch multiple videos, they will just double tap to get past the fucking intro. I do it all the time with some of the YouTube channels I watch because I know <laughs> I know the intro of the, you know, of, yeah. you know like the back of my hand so i just double tap and get the intro over with and so that's a, again another quick tip people are dumb you need to spoon feed people um and also they have a very um they have a very short their attention it they have a short attention span yes right so everything needs to be quick and snappy and uh, so all the edits need to be cut like you need to cut out all the uh, – if you're filming yourself talking, you need to cut out all the ums and ahs. And, yeah, I know. <laughs> you know, because it will just take a – if you cut them all out, your video will get so short, but it will be so snappy, you know, uh, and that is a great thing to, to nip in the bud straight away just to keep people engaged because they will just drift. They'll drift off and they don't have the attention to to listen to – this talking like this speed and it's uh you know what i mean so everything yeah, is done quick that. and like, snappy <laughs> did you really yeah i i've i've done a uh, quick um video like on instagram for jim's jet mm. recording myself about three or four times because yeah like, no nah, that's not don't sound right right but, and then i sent it to jim and he's like oh that's wicked I said, oh good i said I sound alright. I don't sound like I'm running slow or. He goes, no, it's brilliant. 
says, oh, I'll pull it up. Then he goes, yeah. And yeah, I've had a few likes. I've had like, you know, I've had a few likes. People oh, like that's good. But... We'll have to, we'll link your, your YouTube in the, in the show notes below, mate. And yeah. We'll try and get some more people's eyeballs on your, yeah, on I, your content. But any videos on there, but I've signed up to it like you've done and I'll need to do a couple of clips or the other thing I could do for now, just to get it, the rolling and when mm. you get five minutes, I'll send you some videos mm. of what I've done and you chuck it together and say, well, just do it and say, look, you can do it like this. And yes, this will work or no, that won't work. Of course. Yeah. yeah happy to do that. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, mate. Uh, there, because there are there's going to be different styles as well of, of editing, uh, mm. and it is all personal preference. Um, this this is an interesting thing as well. Uh, you could be someone because I've met some people that are really good on the tools, but don't have that sort of like pre- presenting presenter type. No, uh, I'm not. No, do you know what I mean? No. That voice of like, so guys, today's video. You know, I'm just exaggerating there, yeah. but do you know what I mean? There's some people like I. I hate to say it, but because I've been in front of the camera, and behind it, but m- more in front of the camera, I'm more confident. I'm sorry, I'm more comfortable with a lens in my face. Uh, than some other people, although those other people might be really brilliant at throwing an engine together or welding or yeah. doing some painting or whatever it may be. And that's fine. But like stick a camera in their face, they shit their pants. Yeah, that's me. So, but I'm getting there. <laughs> now, that's that's good. Uh, but this is the thing. I've I've had many conversations with God, about five or six people now that have said to me, like, look, if you lived on the mainland, you could present this TV. Uh, we we could do a, a turn this into a bit of a TV show, but on YouTube. Mm. And they said, if you could present it, and I'll just do the work, be a great team. And I was yeah. like, yeah, man, sounds great. But you know, I don't know. Uh, so yeah, it, it it depends. Like I said at the beginning, it depends on how much you want to devote yourself to this YouTube thing. And I think it's new. It's a new thing. Mm. Uh, personally, I don't watch normal TV. Same. Yeah. Not to be rude, I don't listen to the radio. So when someone said about the Queen passing away, I wasn't mm. rude. I just didn't know. And yeah, I, I, I've taken note, but I didn't know. And because I'm on a YouTube or Netflix don't even watch that on Netflix or I'm listening to you. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. But um yeah, I I think I think if you if anybody is out there and they feel that they don't have that, you know, confidence or that being able to be so comfortable in front of the camera, just just have this idea in your mind. Not the whole Oh, just pretend whoever you're talking to is naked. Just that's a load of bullshit. Just uh, I find when I'm talking, when I've got someone with me, mm. I'm 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 good. I'm yeah, all right. but it's when I'm and the camera's just on me, right? So it gets a little bit. But then I think, oh, perhaps I'm. I, I get to the point where, I, oh, what what people think of me? Well, I don't shouldn't think like that. If no one mm. watch me, don't watch me. Yeah, this is it. I I used to have that same thing 
dude. Every video that I would do, like very early, like years and years ago, uh, I would just, I just freeze up and just be overthinking, like, oh, what, what are people going to think of this situation, or, mm. or people are going to judge me on this, and I was worried about every single thing in the shot, you know, like I would, back in the day, I was fixing my bicycle in like a kitchen yeah. because I didn't have a garage space at the time. No. And so I was like so worried about dirty laundry on the side or dirty cups and bowls and stuff. I was like, oh, should, oh people are going to judge me for this and what I was wearing, what I looked like and all that. As you get more, as you, the more videos you, it's the same with everything. The more you do of something, the better you're going to get at it. Yeah, that's it. The, yeah, the more confidence you're going to grow. And it, it, the more you edit yourself as well, I've learned that when I, it, the editing side of it really helps with the storytelling, the storyline, the storyboard, and being on camera and knowing how the whole video is going to work. You know, at the very beginning, I just recorded like, whatever the fuck I was doing and threw it together. Yeah, that's it. Now I'm like, I'm thinking of, okay, this is going to be my opening shot. I need to, when I'm going to do this, I'm going to get this angle and I'm going to get another angle. Sometimes I'll do a job. You'll see it on my YouTube channel. Like for example, I did the compound and the polish video and you'll see there's like 10 or 12 different angles of me doing the same thing. And sometimes you've got to do things three times, but at a different angle so that when you edit it together, it looks like there's a fucking camera crew there or something. Yeah. It just it it's like again, it links back to people being having this really short attention span. Yeah, is that if I if you if I just filmed a video and it was all in the, at the same angle, the the viewer is going to get bored. So yeah. I throw in so many different camera angles to I, keep it interesting. Yeah, I find that I find that if there's too much talking. Yeah, it's boring. Or if people are just showing too much car and no, yeah. it's music in the background. Yes, 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 like you do. You split it up, so you do a bit of talking, then you go over to the car and you show what you're doing. Or if you got someone with you, you talk to them, and then they, you that you then you film them doing something, and yeah. But when it comes to some people, and you just they're just constantly talking 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 it's like well okay it's getting boring now yeah and then or they're just showing pictures of the car yeah but yeah that's no good just flip it off didn't you <laughs> yeah don't get me wrong i i feel like i'm still learning i think yeah of course we are we're always learning yeah i think we're all learning i'm by no means this great youtuber or filmmaker or whatever but there are certain things that i've picked up that I've learned over doing many different channels and stuff and videos and filmmakers films for other people. And I've just learned a few things that I'd love to pass on. And I've seen so many people like do it all sort of wrong and they get disheartened because they're not getting the views and I can see all the mistakes that they're making. Do you know what I mean? So I yeah. thought I would, I would voice some of those things to nip in the bud. Yeah, it's fine. It's cool. But it's, we, like, it's like you fixing, doing something in your truck. Yeah. It's like, no, mate, you don't do it like that. Got <laughs> and you're like, yeah, well, I've been taught, I've been told to do it this way, yeah, but you do it this way, and then you do it, and you, wow, that's so much easier. Yeah, how people do things, they just change things. Yeah, well, that links to my next point is 
again, it all depends on what your videos are about. But if you are going to be doing something where you're presenting something like like what you're going to be doing uh, when you're showing what you're doing, similar to what I'm doing with the truck, it's a mm. documentation of what I'm changing on the truck and modif modifying or whatever. If you are doing any sort of vlogging, I think the the key is to be very transparent with people and just be very honest mm. and just be yourself. Yeah. Now, I've seen so many people put on this fake uh, persona and think that that will inevitably get them more views or make them look more interesting. Like the thing which I'm attracted to is realness. Seeing someone really going through something, you know, it's yeah, no, yeah. go on. You're like that. It's like when I come and met you, yeah, you was a little bit like, oh, who's this? But when you got to know who I was and everything, you was like, oh, you're the same person what's on your YouTube channel. Yeah. Like, yeah. You're not like, not to be rude, but arsehole. You know what I mean? <laughs> you're like that happy, bubbly, Sure, John. Sure. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas I, uh, yeah, I appreciate what you're saying. And there are some people that I'm like, I've met people in person who I've they've done videos, and I'm like, I was expecting the person on the videos, but in reality, I got someone completely different, which is really weird. And mm -hmm. so, but again, there are some people that I'll watch on YouTube, and one of the biggest reasons why i'll subscribe to them or keep coming back to their videos is because of their personality because i can relate to some of the things that they're going through yeah and that is what you know if someone's if someone's on youtube and they're like showing i'm the big i am and oh look at this i've just bought and look at this i've got look at my big house it's like i can't relate to that no. i don't go you you don't have the problems that i have you don't you know so it's it's really strange it's here's an, an uh, i don't know if this is a metaphor or analogy or whatever but think of like a a, a stand-up comedian yeah right if a stand-up comedian came on a stage and basically just said how great their life is and like you no one's gonna laugh they're not funny and they're not they're not going to have a successful night when a comedian comes on and basically says how shit of a, a day they've had yeah. and how they're worse off than the audience. Yeah. People will laugh and people will, will just think they'll, they'll feel better about themselves. Yeah. That's it. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> but we're in the same boat. You don't have a lot of money. I don't have a lot of money. I've mm. had my accident. So I'm still living with my parents. I'm 38. Mm. 39 now but because i've had my accident i had to leave with my parents so mm. yeah it's so we 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 know what we can do and we when we're these sort of people we're not selfish we want to help people mm. and it's so difficult because there's so many people out there what are difficult and yeah and i know i keep repeating myself but like being dyslexic and bringing that across to people you know, mean he just yeah. No one knows. Some people don't know what it is. But changing the subject a little bit. TikTok. You don't like TikTok, or you didn't like TikTok. I gave it a go. Yeah. 
and I still didn't get what everyone was talking about. Like people say, oh yeah, when you when you first sign up to it, you'll get loads of views and engagement, and I just didn't see any of that either. No, but when you watch some of it, it's like like dyslexic thing. I don't know what I'm not going to keep going on about it, but there's there's people on there who have got it and they want to talk about it. Mm. You, you you and you learn yourself a bit more about it. I know you. I oh, know I've got it, but I learn more. And it's like, oh yeah, you act this way, or you slur your words, or you can't remember something. And it's like, yeah, that's it. And then you get a little bit more understanding of it, and then you can explain it to people as well. Mm. Yeah, that I quite like that. And uh, again, that will probably go to the whole. It's it could be a whole thing that people relate to you with. Mm. You know, it's uh, how do I? They, okay, so here's an here's an idea as well. Uh, I know that I'm all over the place right now, but there's a a photography YouTuber that I watch, and there's some other people that that uh, watch as well, um, like Chad from PA. Uh, we both like this guy called um, Peter McKinnon, who's yeah. a Canadian photographer. Now his YouTube channel is primarily all about photography and filmmaking. Yeah, and he loves coffee. He <laughs> it's like he loves coffee, but his channel is all about photography and filmmaking but there are certain characteristics of him uh that like coffee he loves coffee you now relate coffee to him or you relate him to liking coffee mm. it's this it, and i know this is a weird thing and <laughs> a weird thought but it's like if you had this channel and let's say you wanted to have you wanted to uh, make having dyslexia um you know, if you wanted to bring awareness to dyslexia, yeah, um, that could be like a character. It sounds weird saying a characteristic of your channel, but yeah, bring. You know, that's what people could also know you for is bringing yeah. awareness to things. Yeah, I think so because he's yeah, it's just an idea. Like yeah, yeah, no, I get yeah, and I think it's brilliant because it is difficult, and especially with my head injury. Because when they was like when I went for tests and that for my head injury. They didn't know if it, it was my head injury, what was causing it, or because I'm dyslexic. So right. it's difficult for them to do that as well. Mm. So it's quite good they understood and that. But, yeah, it's really difficult being dyslexic. As much as people say, oh, it's just, you know, just get on with life. Yeah, sure. no, it makes you shy in bits and pieces. And, yeah. No, I get that. Mm. I get that. But just so that everybody knows what I'm talking about, let's say you... Uh, Let's say, let's pretend that you really love your biscuits. Mm -hmm. Let's say that you love uh, a digestive biscuit, right? And so let's say that in nearly every one of your videos, whether you're working on cars or whatever, yeah. at one point in the video, let's say, this could be an idea, you look at the camera and go, I think this is time for a biscuit break. Yes. And then it cuts to some funky music. Yeah. And then you have a biscuit and then you, you talk bollocks about, something else yeah for like a minute and then you go right let's get back to work and then yeah. the video goes back to what you were talking about yeah and it that could be like a reoccurring thing or a theme in the videos that people will think is funny or whatever and they'll associate that with you all of a sudden that will then turn into merchandise later down the road yeah, it, i've seen it happen all the time because we want to make it interesting, but have a laugh at the same time. Yeah. 
like for example there's a a youtuber that i watch and for the longest time i don't know why but he he calls his audience greg like he just every time he starts a video he goes what's up greg and then every single video they can expect that when he when he when he's play the video you go you hear what's up greg yeah and so his audience are called greg right and then later down the road he's released his own t-shirt line and merch and it's all got the word greg on it (laughs) so it's weird how things happen you know it's it's really funny because i got a dog come from um when I was in a relationship with a girl and she couldn't take the dog home with her. So I've got a dog, dog called Jamie. Okay. And he comes everywhere with me. He he, he loves cars. He'd get, he'd get in a car and just sit there all day in the car, just lay there. <laughs> then as soon as he sees the car door open, he'd go up to it and get in it and sit in there. And so that's another thing. You know, I, I'd, I'd get him on the videos and he could be on a T-shirt. You know what I mean? Things like that. Exactly. It's Jamie, just, yeah. or mascot. That's it. It's just funny. And people go, oh, he's got a human name. Yeah. <laughs> just yeah. Jamie. It's similar to the whole idea about the biscuits. Like, yeah. at random points in the video, you could just go, I don't know, Jamie, what do you think? And you could point the camera at Jamie, and yeah. you could add some subtitles in the yeah. editing, and then it will be really funny. And like you say, you could put him on a T-shirt yeah. or whatever. Yeah, no, yeah. Amazing. Uh, there's another thing that I wanted to mention as well, like another tip, is that you with YouTube, I think it's important, and I don't do this, and I should, but it's important to do one video for you and then one video for them. Not necessarily in that order, but apparently that's it works to help keep things, uh, keep things fresh and also just to because it is a game this whole youtube thing is a bit of a game if you want to get noticed and you want to actually get eyeballs on you and potentially turn this into a a a stream of income then sometimes you have to play the youtube game and you know do videos that you know will get views for example there is a video that i wanted to do for the channel my channel which was to fill the back of the pickup truck with water and create a bit of a plunge pool. It has been done before. Nick Selko's done it. Um, my friend Sam has done it. But the thing is, in the UK, in the south of the UK, we had a hose pipe ban. Yeah. So I couldn't do, I couldn't do that video uh, where I was going to create a paddling pool, a plunge pool in the back of the pickup truck and do this whole video. And it was, was going to be very clickbaity, like, oh, my God, I, I turned my truck into a swimming pool and you wouldn't believe what happened, that type of bullshit. That video would be what we call a video for them, which would be to to get those eyeballs and to get those to create this buzz around the channel. But then, of course, you've got the other video, which would be, let's say a video for for me which would just be of any sort of video that i'd want to do with the truck or something uh and that would be for me does that make sense so yeah that be, makes so you do uh, like, okay let's say what what sort of video would you say would be a video for them in your shoes like what would what do you think 
what type of vid like say for example you've got this trailer right yeah uh, you want to turn it into a sorry you've got a, a the back end of a, tr- a caddy truck going to turn it into a trailer right so your video that would be for them in quote uh, inverted commas would be like oh my god i i saw this caddy in half and <laughs> it's yeah. now i'm going to turn this caddy into a trailer that would be your sort of video for them and then a video for you the next video would be like you know i don't know just uh, something else that's hyped not it. as hyped up you know yeah yeah like just getting on with it in a way like yeah a frame up and that not really saying too much but just filming what you're doing yeah yeah for- but does that make sense? Yeah, that makes perfect sense. But like, what do one video for you and, and one, one video for them? Uh, the video for them is to ensure that you, again, get paid, create a buzz, and yeah. gain followers and subscribers and all that. And and the other one would be for you, so it keeps this whole thing fun for you to want to carry on this yeah. game of yeah. YouTube, yeah. basically. Because I, I have seen and talked to some people that do YouTube and it has become like a job and they lose that sense of fun and creativity because they feel like they're just doing videos because they know that they'll get likes, you know, they know that they'll get views, even though it's something that they don't necessarily believe in. Yeah, so, but I think everything we're going to be doing, yeah, both of us, even when I'm doing my videos and you're doing videos and then already we get these videos mixed together. Sure. Always going to be doing something what we enjoy. I've yeah. been this since I was 16, building mm. cars, working on cars, and I still enjoy it now. But i rather show people what we're doing, not like mm. how to do it, but what we do and how we can enjoy yourself. Get more people to enjoy yourselves do their own thing like like teaching you how to do things and then you can we can put it on a video and mm. and and things like that and when like you was talking about doing your your pole in the back of your thing you yeah can still do that oh yeah why don't you just do a winter one <laughs> yeah why not ice pool like a ice plunge bath <laughs> ice well, you I'm sure people like to see you in your speedos <laughs> 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 Minus one degrees, do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. yeah. You would get a lot of likes for that, I think, personally. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like, that's the video that, but of I've... course, I'm I'm going to, I'm going to, that's going to be fun as well. Uh, yeah. But that would be one of those videos for them. It's for, it uh, because I would know that that would do very well. It's like, um, <clears throat> like, here's an example. Like, uh, I did a video which was, taking off the uh the rocker cover and the yeah. uh the cam belt cover i took yeah. those off and it was quite a long video uh it, i didn't do any talking in the video but i took it off and i restored and i sanded down and did all sorts to this cover i know it's such a small job but i really enjoyed making that video and mm-hmm. I know for a fact that no one's really going to give a shit about that. Uh, but I did that for me because I really enjoyed that uh, restoring that cover because the result that I got from it, like spraying it all down and putting lacquer on it, I just... No, you, yeah, I, I watched that one. And it was great. You, you know? Died, you got the car walled out. 
and you made your own sort of spray booth up and yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah but you do what what you got around you yeah that was a video for me yeah and, you know whereas like a, a video for them would be showing here okay so here's a perfect example perfect example so that video that i just suggested the the cam belt restore yeah. and all that the cam belt cover restore thing that yeah. video was for me a video for them is the videos where i film my friends showing their truck for example i just posted a video of uh, uh sorry jack's white uk caddy he was at santa pod i thought right i've got the camera here let's film you and let's just show people what you've got mm. now that would that was in again enjoyable to do uh but that was a video for them that was a video for the people like i don't need to film jack's truck i just know that other people would be interested in seeing yeah. it yeah you know like I don't need to film no, you see. all of my mate's stuff. <laughs> yeah, no, that Does makes that make sense. A lot of sense. You know, again, I enjoyed it, and I, I, um, it's like, for example, when when I come up and and come over to your place, and and I'm sure you're going to have vehicles there, and I'm like, oh my god, look at that! Let's film a video on that, and it, yeah. it's because I know that people are going to be interested. Although you could, without the camera. Talk, talk me through your Mark II and be like, this is this, this is this, I've got this from this. And I'll be like, oh, that's great. Uh, but, you know, the art, you know, when you're there with a camera, you think, oh, I bet loads of other people would like to see this. Of course. That's that, it. Yeah, that's when it becomes a video for them. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's a different, it's a strange, it's a strange discussion to, to have. And it? it's weird to <laughs> think about, but that's the the and, and uh, it's a long-winded explanation but i like i said i just think there's there's such a thing as a video for you and a video for them yeah you know would you like to be a guest on the monster rabbit podcast do you have a story to tell then please do get in touch via the instagram at the monster rabbit send me a dm let's talk and if you'd like to support the show, you can always go to themonsterrabbit.com where you can get yourself a t-shirt or a hoodie. We do feature the Ratfink style shirts, which do feature some of the guests that have been on the show already. And we've actually got a new collection of t-shirts called the Minimalist Collection. I encourage you to check that out. And of course, make sure you check out the YouTube channel, subscribe. We're trying to hit 1,000 subscribers by the end of 2023. So please do help us out. All links will be in the show notes below. Yeah, I think when you're working with someone, it's more for them, like for the people watching you. Like right. Because you're explaining more things. Mm. Oh, yeah. And then when it's for you, it's you just, you got the camera there and you, like you said, you restored your thing and you didn't do a lot of talking. So that's for you. Yeah. So you in your zone, but you had your camera with you. It was all the, the, the process of filmmaking. That yeah. is what I enjoyed. Like yeah. the actual thing, the, the, the end result is probably something that people don't get, really give a fuck about. No. Um, it's, it's, it's so hard to describe. Like, 
it's it's like okay it's like let's say there was something okay let's okay let's just i'm gonna try and think of an example so with the truck right let's say that i what do i say how do i say this um let's say that with the truck i really want a gem top the canopy for the back of the truck yeah right now loads of people probably aren't gonna give a fuck about that no but for me it is so near and dear to my heart because i would know that there's no other ones in the uk or whatever there's just it would mean a lot to me and so for me to record the process of this is a really shit example let me think of something else um i really can't think i really can't think of something that only I'm going to give a shit about. Um, I don't know. Maybe we'll circle back to that. Yeah, we'll come back to that. Is there what any... were we saying before? <laughs> Is there any more questions? Because I suppose we've, you know, I don't know if there's any more questions. Because we... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. So let's go back to the question. We've got a question here from Jake. Jake says, how long did the V2 Caddy take? How long did it take? What, to build? I'm guessing so. That's all I've got. Because um, I was helping them with building the Twingos for the Twingo Challenge and all that. Uh, six months. Six months. Okay. To build after it got painted. Mm. Um, it went for paint because of what went through the two years of lockdown and all that. It went to the body shop, but it was there and then... Everybody went back to work, so he didn't get done so quick and all that. But from from paint to me having it back again, because I've done a dry build on it before. But yeah, for going to paint, uh, mm. coming to me for, and finishing it off, yeah, six months to build it. There you go. Yeah. Uh, the got a question. Da, da, da. Rob, we've got a question from Rob. And he says, what is your favourite car show of all time? It's got to be Worthesy. Yeah? Yeah, it's got to be Worthesy. What, uh, what is it about Worthesy that you uh, enjoyed so much? It's the European cars. Uh, mm. the, it's just the way everybody is. There is it's just the atmosphere. Um, you go to a petrol station and all of a sudden there's a car meet there. Really? Yeah. You go to a petrol station and there'll be a car meet and there'll be like loads of people turn up. And then you go to another car park and there'll be loads of people. All of a sudden, there'll be one car, two car, three car, and then it's just... And then you go into the town and at night time, there'll be these nice cars all parked up along the side of the road and people sitting there having food and that. And and they're all happy and they all talk to you and they all talk about different cars. And yeah, yeah it's just a brilliant week away. It's amazing. Hello, you gone? Let's see. You still there? I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now, yeah. <laughs> so sorry, mate. That's all right. I should say, I'm this outside my house, and I'm connected to my Wi-Fi. Outside is because um, I'm in the car, and I the sound inside the car is better than being inside with a, a yappy dog. Yes. And um, 
and we've just had our go from 0.8 megabytes per second to 33 megabytes per second so i'm testing out the wi-fi to see how fucking good it is uh just to give you an idea of how fast that is so remember i was on 0.8 megabytes per second yeah if i wanted to upload a a 10 minute video on youtube yeah it would take me an all night and all morning to upload wow so that's time we're talking like 10 hours really And then now to upload a video that was 10 minutes, it takes about seven minutes oh. to actually upload, which is but, insane. Yeah. <laughs> it's insane. So I've gone from really shit signal to really good signal. Um, so I'm testing it out. Um, let's see. Questions, questions, questions. Okay, here we go. Got a question here from Dylan. He says... What is your favorite set of wheels? Uh, E50s. And the CBS, sorry. It depends on the car, doesn't it? Or um, is, on, is a Vol- a... on a Mark II, yeah, it'd be a set of BBS, a BBS E series wheels, and they're basically a, a race wheel. Okay, I'll have to look that up later. Mm. Give it a Google. Mm. You got E fifty you got E fifty ones and E fifties. Okay. And you've got a load of different other E series wheels, but yeah. Little ones are like Oh fair enough. But I haven't got ten grand for a set of wheels like that. <laughs> Amazing. What is your opinion on that actually? Like, because obviously we've chucked we've joked about it before on the show how there's some people that are chucking five grand wheels on a five hundred dollar shitbox. What are your thoughts? Yes, if, yeah, but the thing is, the wheels don't go with the car, so you can take the wheels off and put them on another car. True, true. So, but it's just the scene tax on everything now. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Or used to pick up RSs and that for less than a grand. Now you're like paying two and a half grand for a set of RSs or set of RMs, and it's like, oh, yeah. yeah. I'm just going to stick to the Steelies, mate, if I can yeah. help it. Yeah, or <laughs> the Armour Free Runner set of rotor grids. Okay. So they're like a faux spoke and then more sort of race Japanese looking wheel, but they look nice. They suit what Mark too. So, so All right. Yeah. Well, this is something that I've just remembered. Going back to the whole YouTube and making videos and stuff, this is something that I've just thought about. And that is the consistency. This is a tip. So with the consistency of uploading, I think you should... And this is only speaking from experience. What has really helped me and other people in the past is the consistency of uploading and a schedule. So, for example, you mentioned already about uploading at least once a week. Yeah, now I'd say what like I would say what has been very, very helpful to me and others is that pick a day at least a pick a day where you're going to upload so say for example every sunday evening you upload a video yes uh if you know the the i've actually ex i've experimented with this as well because obviously my audience is 80 percent u.s audience yes Yes, and the other is uk and rest of the world and so i tried to upload a video that would be like midday 
for us in the UK. Yeah. And it didn't do very well. I took the video down, uploaded it again after, I think it was 6 p.m. our time, yeah. which would be, you know, around lunchtime for Americans. Yeah. Some Americans. And it did better because Americans are awake. We've finished work. So there's more people that are able to piss about on their phones or be able to watch YouTube. So if I'm posting in the middle of the day, not many people are going to listen, uh, watch it because they're all at work or yeah. should be at work <laughs> yeah. or, or they're asleep because they're on the other side of the world. So I would be very mindful of that. Just be thinking, okay, I'm going to post this video. Who's actually going to see it? And it all depends on what time of the day you're going to upload. It's the same with posting on, on Instagram. Yep. It's like post it in the evening when everybody's finished work and more people are just pissing about on their phones. Yeah. If, if you want to get down to the nitty gritty that like, if you want to take it seriously and you know, I know it's all in good fun, but it's like, if you actually want eyeballs on your stuff, yeah, then I would, yeah, suggest picking a day that you can stick to would be my first tip. Pick a time that you can stick to so that people just get used to it. You know, there's a YouTuber that I watch, um, and I know for a fact he's going to post every Monday and it's going to be in the evening. I can look forward to that every, it's like a TV show almost. That's yeah, scheduled. like watching, you know, I don't know. Yeah. Say, you know, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Back in the day we used to watch yeah. the Simpsons on yeah, channel four at six o'clock and that was it. It was a double bill. Yeah. And I would look forward to that every night. And yeah. it's the same with YouTube. I think if you get if you can get into a routine where you post at the, at the same time uh, every week, if that's your thing, try and stick to that because then people will look forward to it. Um, and the other thing as well is that if, uh, if you can help it, record multiple videos and then have them ready to go. Yes. Like just don't like have them all filmed and edited. Yeah. And just have them ready to go. You can change the settings on YouTube. You can set it to private videos. Yep. And then when you can even schedule them to to go live on certain days and times. So if you can help it, just have many to go. Because sometimes there'll be times when I don't have content or anything to film. So I have to sort of uh film things beforehand yeah. that's interesting and then just sit on them and just wait until do you know what i mean yeah yeah i agree with you i agree with you yeah just as soon as you if you've got video and you can take a recording or something do it and mm. you, you use it as a safety net yeah yeah just have it ready to go so you're not flapping and thinking oh god it's it's coming up to sunday evening and i haven't got a video i don't know what i'm gonna do yeah and then you know it just to save you that whole hassle you just have things ready to go so it's, yeah. i used to do that with my photography instagram i used to have honestly it sounds weird but i used to have like my whole week's worth of posts ready to go yeah Definitely. On a, there's a, there's certain apps you can get where it shows you what your Instagram grid will look like, so you can make it look all nice and neat. I know it sounds bizarre. I re I know that it sounds really weird and like stupid, but like as a photographer, like a photography Instagram, that you really want your Instagram grid to look nice, and it's like a gallery. Yeah. So definitely. that's how serious I took it. <laughs> You've got it though, haven't you? 
Well, you can, yeah. It, it's it does. I've seen the benefits, uh, but no, those are the tips that I can think of. Uh, so maybe we should like go over a little summary. So yeah. do maybe. Uh, it, okay, so it doesn't matter the quality so much of your recording devices like you could use your phone sometimes the phones are better than the actual handheld cameras i was going to say what phones can do nowadays so (laughs) it's crazy i've got the iphone 11 and the stabilization so the shakiness yeah is far more better than my actual big canon camera that i use to film stuff on it's really weird like the the built-in iphone stuff yeah better than the big camera that i use so yeah it just it just don't worry about quality just just worry about creating a bit of a story you know if you're going to do a video about an engine conversion let's say i i would love it if if it had a beginning a middle and an end or maybe even like a cliffhanger yes. you know like at the end something snaps or a mount snaps or yeah. Or something happens and you're like, oh, no, what's going to happen now? Oh, no, stay tuned for the next video next week, you know. Yeah. Or, it, yeah, like you said, it's got a beginning. So where did the engine come from? Yeah, exactly. Now like you're thinking. of the engine, not just, it's, like, oh, we've got, we've got a PD. Yeah. It's nice, the story of collecting the engine. Yes. Now you're thinking. Yeah. So, yeah, story is king. If people are writing this down, story is king, beginning, middle, and an end. Um, The quality of your camera, your gear, you don't have to buy expensive stuff. Just worry about what it is you're filming rather than what you're using to film it with. Same goes for the editing software. Get the very basics and just start playing around. That's how I learned it's just chucking shit in and seeing what comes out and just seeing what things look like and trying that was the other thing we said wasn't it just to try and keep it snappy keep it very quick and snappy editing yeah people seem to like that if you want to get really serious try and come up with like a little intro video yeah Uh, what i tend to do is get a bunch of little tiny clips from different videos and throw in you know like some graphics and music and that's like a a bit of an intro. I keep it as short as 10 seconds long. Um, what else? Uh, yeah, beginning, middle and end. Uh, try and have all your YouTube, Instagram, all your social media stuff have the yeah. same sort of logo so that people know that they're so not getting name. confused. Exactly. Easy to find a punchy name, you know, what, what people will remember. Exactly. Um, um, uh, what else? Uh, also just to uh have a schedule well it helps to have a an uploading schedule yes of course it does it makes sense yeah especially on a wednesday evening at a certain time because people are not doing a lot on a wednesday and things like that yeah exactly uh yeah have a if you're gonna say you're gonna upload one video a week try and stick to it so that people can expect it from you rather than you know, like I say, I've seen some people say that they're going to do once a week and they end up doing one video and then they leave it three months and then another four months has gone past and it's just like, come on, mate. Yeah. <laughs> like, pull yourself together. On there to see if it's, if it, to make sure, you know, it's there or it's not there. Yeah, exactly. Um, and yeah, try and keep your content, your videos all related to what people 
expect from you. So yeah. if you're oh. going to do if you're going to do videos on cars and and mechanics and stuff like that, don't do like four videos on that and then post a how to make your how to make a vanilla sundae milkshake mm. or whatever. That's like, it. You know, you got to keep it all relative, yeah. you know. <laughs> Definitely that makes sense. All this makes sense and and I found what made me building reels using Instagram and making reels. Yeah. I think that's quite that was quite that made me give an idea how how I can start editing things and Yeah. Like, yeah, like the bit at the beginning of it and that and I could just like like little snippets and that of certain cars. Yeah. I do enjoy Instagram reels. Yeah. Uh, I think social media is a, is a love hate thing for me. Yeah, yeah I it, it, it's great for some things and really bad for others. Uh, with with YouTube, it's a bit more deliberate. You know, you 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 deliberately sit and watch a video on YouTube because you're maybe you want to learn something or maybe you're it's becoming the new TV. Whereas social media and Instagram and stuff like that is more of a scrolling, scrolling, and yeah. it's, I don't know, it doesn't really have a purpose. I often joke that, you know, I'll sit through a, and <laughs> by mistake, an hour will, an hour will go by after me scrolling through all these reels. And, but if someone said, what did you just watch? I wouldn't be able to answer. I, I don't have a fuck. I, I don't, I don't know. It was no. just a, a mismatch of loads of stuff. Yes, yeah, that's the answer. If I was watching YouTube and someone said, what did you just watch? It's a bit more deliberate. We deliberately sit down and watch YouTube. It's longer, longer format of video, you know, which I, I enjoy. Um, what else did we talk about? Uh, I think that was it for the YouTube on it. Yeah. Yeah. It's just middle, like, like just the bit of editing. Yeah. Make it so people will sort of follow you, and yeah, that's it, really. Yeah, try and keep it between like 10 15 minutes to start off with because you know you want to you want people to stay stay keen, and uh, yeah, I think like I said, well, do one video for you, one video for them that you know is going to do really well and grab people's attention, um, and express as well i think when you're doing stuff like you do you know you got to explain what you're doing like you know when you have to turbo conversion the reason why we're doing it not just doing it because the sake of doing it people are like oh okay don't really want to watch that because there's no yeah. story behind it yeah exactly and and that brings us to like just be be yourself be transparent with people and I think people will more likely gravitate and feel for you and and be willing to subscribe to you is is if you be if you be real. Don't put on yeah. a personality because people will see through the bullshit, won't they? Yeah. Like 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 being dyslexic and you muddle your words up. You got to have that in there, and it sure yeah it makes people laugh as well. So for sure, yeah. There's there's nothing worse than being a shit bullshitter <laughs> your people will see through it like if, if anybody puts on a persona they're just gonna instantly think yeah yeah especially like you like they they you will you're gonna see so many people at shows and they will want to talk to you because it's like oh i've seen these people on youtube yeah and they want to come and talk to you 
and then you just be yourself on YouTube. And you're not going to get the oh that bloke's a dickhead. <laughs> you know what I mean? Absolutely. Like when yeah. I met you, you were exactly the same. Yes, at first you was a little bit well, who are you? And then when you realised who I was, you're like, oh yeah. And yeah, like, that's it, man. <laughs> like I said, that's happened more more than once. Yeah. Honestly, it's just you got to get your marbles with that. Yeah, that's all. Absolutely, mate. So. Absolutely. Well. Dude, I think we should wrap it up there. This was interesting. This was fun. This was, I learned a lot here. Well, there's plenty more to come. I know. There's we, so much we could talk about. Not me. <laughs> Absolutely. I can't wait to uh, to work with you in, in the future with different projects. No, we, need to, we need to do this um, trailer, definitely. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hey. Do people in the UK need to have like a... A different license to have a trailer, or has it changed or anything? Not anymore. Okay. You used to have a trailer license. You used to have a trailer license. Yeah. And then since all this, all this has gone on with lockdown and all that, and people need jobs and that, they've changed the way you can drive lorries and um, towing trailers and that now. All oh, right. Interesting. Going on holiday, like. Before you'd have to take a trailer test to cut tow tow caravan, right? Yeah, People yeah. Going out, going out the UK. People buying caravans and tow. Wow. So yeah, they've changed all the rules now, so you can drive up to the the trailer, the trailer, and whatever's on the trailer can be up to three and a half ton. Ooh, okay, interesting. All right, yeah. Well, I guess what we can just say is stay tuned, everybody. Yeah, uh, there's going to be a lot, hopefully, between me and you and Dave and all this. There should be a lot more going on. Yeah, I'm looking forward to the future uh, or to what what is in store for us. I'd love to I'd love to be able to come up there for a few days and yeah, see, <laughs> living on the island, yeah, I would need then, to take a few days. When you, come down, when you come up here, there's like... You can stay in my my T four. There'd be plenty of room in there. Um, yeah, so it's not going to be like, oh, I've got to get a hotel. It's going to cost me this much. <laughs> We've got things sorted. There's not a problem. Awesome. I'll come over to you in my T four. Yeah, and there must be a way of we'll have our own tugboat and go across. <laughs> tugboat. <laughs> so it don't cost us nothing. But yeah, no, we need to do more things. We need to, especially for next year, we need to. And we need to sit down, I think, and then like do this again and do like a YouTube thing, like yeah. the YouTube video, but us recording each other on the phone and saying we're talking to each other over Skype or something stupid. Sure, yeah. No, I think there's so there's so much that there's so much that we could do. There's so many little things that that could come of this, and I'm really I'm looking forward to the future. Uh, you know the possibilities are endless, and uh, I'm excited. And that's yeah. all I will say is for the people listening is just, just watch this space, baby. Yeah. <laughs> get stuck with anything? Just video call me. Yeah, I I should say that as well. If there's anybody that has listened to this and maybe wants to ask any questions that we didn't cover on anything really, just reach out to one of us. Like I said, yeah. I'll put our our information will be in the show notes below. 
feel free to send Instagram messages or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and we'd love to answer your questions if you yeah. have. All right. Yep. Yeah. All good for that. Matt, thank you so much to, well, is, have you got anything to plug? Anything you want to talk about before we wrap things up other than your, your, uh, cricket customs, which we'll put in the show notes below. Yeah. That's just a little thing I started up because where I've had my head union head head injury and that. Yeah. Um, I, I have tired days, so I can't really go and work for someone. Right. Okay. Like, oh, you you're too lazy, so that's why you haven't come in. No, it's not that because I've got an illness in a way, mm. and if I work on my own or I go and help people, I can like I come and down and help you, and I go and help Matt and Mark to UK for a couple of days. Sure. And then I go and do my own bits. And I'm just just like to help people and earn a little bit of cash and just plod around in my little T4 van and just have a good laugh. Awesome, and that's all I'm here for. I'm not here to upset no one. If you don't like the way I do something, fair enough. <laughs> but I'm here to have a laugh and earn a little bit of money. Awesome, mate. But yeah, definitely. Well, I'm... I'm excited about the future and uh, dude, thanks for coming on and taking the time out to yeah. do this podcast. Yeah. I've, I've enjoyed it. We'll do it again soon. Awesome. Buddy, I'll be, I'll be in touch. Yep. I'll talk to you pretty much every day anyway. Yep. So I'll be in touch and yeah, I'll uh, annoy you every day, don't I? <laughs> I, my phone goes off so yeah. much from just, I, I don't want to sound like a cunt. But it goes off so much from many people all over the over, over the world, mostly America, and it's just yeah. like that's why I take little breaks is to get away. Like I took a break from social media for a couple of weeks, and I felt so good. It felt great to just be away from the noise, just the constant ping, ping, ping. Yeah, that's uh, but, the thing. Uh, With that, they can get you all the time. Yeah, when you got your close friends or people you know like me and mm. Jack and all the um, and, and Sam and that WhatsApp have a WhatsApp yeah. and then you can turn the WhatsApp off yeah you don't have to close it down altogether but you just say oh, I don't want to talk to that chat at the moment you can just say look I need you know I'm with my girlfriend I'm yeah. done enough you can switch it off and yeah. that's a good thing about certain things nowadays but yeah that's what i mean i by taking that break from social media it just allowed me to reconnect with my family yes and uh it was just yeah and and i when i came back to doing more videos and podcasts i just i felt so much more hungrier for it as well and i was more i was more passionate about it and and enthusiastic um whereas if you just constantly doing stuff week in week out the same routine it can get a bit like oh man i'm not another one yeah. i'll do this you, so you need a rest for me friends that's not as much as <laughs> you do didn't you, you well know? most of my mates live on the mainland and i don't really get to see them anyway so <laughs> no but i think it's the phone actually. sure yeah yeah when you're physically with them it's all right but when you've got this phone action because i'm dyslexic it's easier to pick the phone up and talk mm. because the time i'm trying to get something across it's easy to just pick up the phone and say hello. Of course, yeah. So of course. that's why I've, like, when I message you, I just give my phone number to you because it's like it's easier to talk to you. Yeah, <laughs> for sure, mate. I appreciate that. Yeah. All right. All right. <laughs>
guys listening hope you've uh, picked up something from today's episode let us know uh, like i said everything's in the show notes below make sure you check out matt and go follow him on instagram and show some love and uh thank you so much for listening uh matt thank you again for joining us yeah no worries that's good we talk soon yeah i i hope you enjoy yeah. the rest of your weekend and uh see everyone listening yes yeah. you and we'll see you in another episode next week Well, there you go, guys. Another episode in the bank. That was Matt from the UK talking all about Mark Mark 1s, Mark 2s, engine swapping, YouTubes and, and the future, things to come. I hope you enjoyed it. I'd love to get more and more guys from the UK on the podcast because we are very, very much US heavy, which I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I love everybody that's been on. Well, I say everybody. I love a lot of you most of you guys that have come on the podcast and uh told your story uh, you know I, I have a deep uh, connection with the guys over in in the u.s and uh, but i do i wish i wish there was a lot more uk guys that would come forward and be like yeah i want to come on the podcast so and i think that's what we often talk about it here on the podcast how the u.s guys are so much different from the uk lot and matt has sensed it as well and a few other people that i've messaged you know behind closed doors and said you know you know i think you're right there is a sort of divide i think there is a you know the uk guys are a different species to the u.s guys and i would love to i'd love to try and bring down a couple of walls and i'd really love to feature more uk guys because you know, when I went to VW Action, there were so many builds and so many Volkswagens. That I was like, what the fuck? I've never seen this before. And there were so many great people there. And I w- I'd love to feature them on the podcast because, you know, they're, people from the UK are very quiet. They keep themselves to themselves. And it's just like, come on, let's share this these beautiful works of art. And let's share the people behind these vehicles. So... We're trying. We really are trying. We've got so many more guests lined up for for this season of the podcast. I'm really excited. And, uh, of course, we're going to continue with the Monster Rabbit quiz. And that will be coming up in the next episode. And uh, I can't wait. I'm really enjoying the quiz. And uh, it's, it's been really fun. So... Well, thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Uh, Feel free to click the subscribe button or the follow button and also check us out on YouTube. And we're trying to hit 1,000 subscribers on the YouTube. So if you could uh, go over to that and I'll leave links to everything in the show notes below. If you could subscribe to the channel, that would be great. And uh, yeah, subscribe to the podcast because then you'll be notified every time I release a new episode. And uh, oh... Yeah, I'm just really enjoying this season of the podcast. I'm meeting some new people and it's sort of like each friendship that I... Well, each person that I have on the podcast turns into a friendship and it just blossoms. And then they turn me on to other people and then they let... You know, it's like a knock-on effect. I find out about new people through new people. It's so, it's so great. So anyway, thanks for sticking around and I'll see you guys in the next episode. Episode. Take care.